0: You know, before I, I answer any more questions, there's something I wanted to say. I, I, having received all your letters over the years, and, and, and I've spoken to many of you, and some of you have traveled, you know, hundreds of miles to, to be here, I'd just like to say, get a life, will you,
1: people? I, I mean,
0: I, I mean for, for crying out loud, it's, it's just a TV show. I mean, look at you, look at the way you're dressed. You, 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 you've turned an enjoyable little job that I did as a lark for a few uh, years into a colossal... G-O, G-O. I, mean, I mean, how old are you people? What have you done with yourselves? You, you, you must be almost 30. Have you, have you ever kissed a girl?
2: I, I didn't think so. There's a, there's a whole world out there. When I was your age, I didn't watch television. I lived. So, move out of your parents' basement. <laughs> and get your own apartments and grow and the hell up. I mean, it's
3: just a TV show, damn it. It's just a TV show. Are, are you saying then that we should pay more attention to the movies?
2: No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Hey, you guys are the lamest bunch. I mean, I've never seen it. I can't
4: believe Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, what are we fighting about this evening? <laughs>
5: Well, this evening for our two-year anniversary, we're doing something kind of special. We're going back to the beginning, to the very, very first real geek fight, uh, one that was so bad we didn't air it and we completely changed our format. We're doing best Star Trek movie. And actually, that that, uh, previous episode uh, was probably right before this one in the feed. So who's joining us tonight?
4: Thank you very much. Uh, With us, we've got Mr. Pete Lucas. Evening, folks. uh, Juan Patino. Uh, Juan? <laughs> Juan? You'll
6: know Away. That is not at all what Wait, Juan wait. I, I,
4: couldn't, I couldn't hear him. Uh, he was there. Do it again. You are not holding it up for the microphone. Uh, the part of Mike will be, be being played by R2D2. Juan. oh Yeah, whatever. Did we, we just start this show one? before? <laughs> no, we haven't. But it, it's R2D2. R2D2 is playing Juan because Juan bailed last minute. Uh, Chuck. Hey, oh. Kathy, lame man. Hi. Michael Felsher.
1: Yeah.
4: Karen. Howdy. Uh,
7: Brian Townsend. What's up,
8: intergalactic in words? Uh, Alan. I am lighting up that beaver like the 4th of July. And Mr. <laughs> Jared Fornby,
4: who uh, right now is, is moving all of his uh, personal belongings uh, from Fort Collins, Colorado into uh, Wyoming. Uh, he's, he's running from the fire that is ongoing right now, but he will be on the show a little bit later on. And I actually have his round one picks, uh, Mike, how do the fights work?
5: Well, uh, all of us here are very experienced geek fighters. So we all know that we, we take these things in this case, it's 16 star Trek movies. Uh, you may be wondering how can we have 16 star Trek movies? There've only been 11 star Trek movies, but as you see, we've been very liberal in our definition of a star Trek movie. Um, but we put them in tournament-style brackets that you can download from our website at geekfights.net. Uh, we vote on them winner moves on to the next round. It all continues until something is crowned the best Star Trek movie. And, uh, yeah, you just use your geek logic. I'm not explaining it this time because, once again, if you're listening to this and it's your first episode, um, don't bother. Just go back and listen to other episodes. Yeah, probably shouldn't. But anyway, uh, let's
4: start fighting. Um- Hey, it's me, Mario. I take on the first fight. It is Star Trek The Motion Picture versus Star Trek Generations. Uh, The Motion Picture being the first one and Generations being the first next-gen movie. Um, I think I'm going to go with the motionless picture. Uh, Generations does have an epic moment of Kirk and Picard meeting, but uh, I kind of like the motion picture just a little bit more. So
5: I'm going to go motion picture. Mike? Uh, yeah, I agree. The motion picture gets a lot of, of uh, bad, uh, bad feelings from geeks. I don't, I don't really understand why it was fairly successful, and certainly it's a slow movie. But uh, it was it was big. It was epic, especially if you saw it. Um, you know when it came out, and uh, generations I enjoyed. I mean, I'll, I'll just come out and say I've, I've enjoyed all of the Star Trek movies except for one, and you'll find out which one that is uh, at, later in the show. But uh, generations, ultimately, when I walked out, there was kind of a sense of disappointment. Whereas uh, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, even though it was slow, uh, because it was so big, because it was Star Trek on the big screen, I mean, we hadn't had a new Star Trek since you know before I started watching Star Trek, um, and even though it was kind of uh, different from what had come before, and even different from the movies that came after it, uh, a lot of the things in it, you know, like the the simple costumes, the the relationship between uh, the, uh, was the name Stephen Collins and, and, uh, I you know, kind of similar to Riker and Troy. I mean, a lot of the things that were the Roddenberry vision of the future of Star Trek, the motion picture, uh, really kind of got perfected in Star Trek, the next generation when it went to TV and even handling of bigger philosophical ideas, you know, the creation of consciousness and all of that. I mean, that actually, I think, That vision wound up working much better in Star Trek The Next Generation, and that's something that Star Trek The Next Generation kind of abandoned when it went to Uh, the movies. Are you going to keep talking? Yes. (laughs) So I am going to vote for Star Trek The Motion Picture. (laughs) Thank you, Mike. (laughs) Hey, you're the one who said this was going to be a short episode, not me. Well,
4: you're the one that's fucking long-winded on the last four,
5: Uh, but go ahead, Pete. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just getting started. Oh, my turn? Your turn. Yeah, I know. It's hard right.
2: to believe, I, isn't it? I fell asleep. Um, yeah, Generations, I thought, was a really bad attempt to bridge the, cap, the gap between Star Trek and Next Gen. It, it just did not work for me. Um, Star Trek The Motion Picture did not either. I did see it originally in the theater, and I just thought, to me, it wasn't Star Trek. It was a science fiction movie, but it did not play like a Star Trek movie. Um, <clears throat> but without Star Trek The Motion Picture, there wouldn't have been some of the sequels which I rather enjoyed. So I'm going with Star Trek The Motion Picture.
4: Another vote for The Motion Picture. Mister Juan r 2 d 2 Odd is for Motion Picture, even is for Generations. And you really do have to get it real close to that microphone, Mike, because we can't hear him.
5: That was touching the microphone.
4: Yeah. What, what, what was his answer? Uh, one. One? So that's motion picture. So another vote for the motion picture. Uh, Chuck. Chuck.
9: Um, I'm going to have to really agree with most of the reasons that R2-D2 provided that uh, motion picture uh, is the better <laughs> <laughs> it is the better movie. Um, and just to try to keep it brief, uh, uh, the motion picture, when you understand its limitations, you can see it actually was a pretty good movie. It was basically supposed to be a pilot episode for Star Trek Phase 2. Uh, if you're a Star Trek nerd, you know what that was all about. And uh, it was a big-budget movie. Uh, and it was really cool, despite uh, all the excessive male and female camel toe right in front of the camera. Um, and yeah, it had an epic feel. I really liked it. Whereas Generations um, was kind of when Star Trek was like reborn and uh, kind of at its peak again and was ultimately disappointing uh, and with plot holes and Kirk dying in a stupid way. Uh, yeah, I got to go motion picture.
4: Uh, another vote for the motion picture, Kathy?
10: I am going against all you fuckers. That movie is boring. Oh my God. I sat through it the other night, and it was it was so long. I just want that time back now, and it does not hold up. It doesn't get better with age. It doesn't hold up. it's it's ugh. I, I don't like it. And I think it was a it was a it was an episode, yes and couldn't be lengthened into a full movie and uh they were trying to be all 2001 with the visual effects which doesn't work when you're not a cerebral movie like 2001 and it doesn't work for some people in 2001 and definitely not star trek fans um and generations was was fun it wasn't that great but it was better than the motion picture so generations
4: of for generations michael
6: uh, Star Trek the motion picture I'll, I'll always have a soft spot for because uh, I, I mean it's, it's an epic film it's very well made the flying fuck was that that's Pete
4: <laughs> Pete, <laughs> do, Pete does that
5: <laughs> but go ahead Michael I hung up on him
6: I'm sorry I just heard a nuclear holocaust go on what the hell <laughs>
5: <laughs> that was a Borg invasion <laughs> that was a Pete invasion <laughs> that was v
6: Failing. Uh, oh, for the love of Christ!
5: Anyway,
4: uh, no, I'm just calling his phone. But go ahead.
2: Okay, well, I'll wait till the phone stops ringing.
4: It did because he's already picked up, right,
2: Pete? Was he- I'm here. I, yeah, I joined you back. I don't yeah. know if you guys were calling me or I was calling you. Sorry, I don't know what the hell happened. It sounds like something burned all your skin off.
4: Yeah, your <laughs> your your computer is jacked. Anyway,
6: anyway, starting over. Uh, Star Trek motion picture is an epic, uh, feeling motion picture in many ways. It's not really, didn't feel like Star Trek to me at the time, but it does more so now they were just getting their groove back on. Really. They didn't really have a handle on what they wanted. Um, I'll say more about that later, but Star Trek generations, as many good moments as there are in that movie, it has holes. You could drive Star Trek three through. Uh, it is it, it makes Star Trek figure look like a Raymond Chandler novel in comparison. I mean it's the plot is so all over the map, it's so contrived, and it's just it's a mess. The movie's an absolute mess. So I'll take boring but well constructed over sloppy, you know, movie with a few kind of cheap highlights uh, any day of the week. Motion picture for me. Oh um, yeah.
4: Another vote for motion picture. Karen.
11: Um well for being a tricky, uh, I'm really not very diligent at actually watching Star Trek, so I've never seen either of these movies. However,
1: oh, uh, man. Uh, what the, f- <laughs> the f- <laughs> hell? Then
9: you're not a Star Trek fan. I
11: have so seen some of them, not these two, because not these
9: two. Wow, they both seem <laughs> <laughs> <Wow,
11: Come on. laughs> pretty boring. And oh,
6: this is an informed opinion. <laughs>
11: <laughs> so. I will say that I I was a a next gen girl as a little girl, like when I was a child, and I I would like to keep original series out of my next gen. So I will vote for the original motion picture.
4: Another vote for the motion picture, Brian.
7: Oh, oh. okay. So, um, yeah, I'm going to vote for Star Trek the motion picture, but Star Trek Generations has a lot of. Really cool things about it, and I think it should get its due. Come on, uh, Cameron is captain of the Enterprise B, that's good, or D, or whatever it is. That was kind of cool. Um, uh, the death scene, captain on the bridge, no bridge on the captain, Waka Waka. Gotta love that. And also the whole, oh, you're right, sorry, I cannot fight you, but he can. And then Kirk the head. All of those things were very cool, but Star Trek at its best is Kirk and Spock and Bones running around being drunk. And none of those elements were in the uh, Star Trek generation, so... And they were in Star Trek The Motion Picture. Plus, it had that that cool rainbow warping effect, and it had the really, 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 really sweet, newly tricked-out Enterprise. So, Star Trek The Motion Picture.
4: Uh, Vote for The Motion Picture. Alan?
8: Uh I will keep it short and just say Star Trek the Motion Picture ladies and gentlemen.
4: Another vote for the motion picture and uh Jared is not available but he wrote in uh my favorite Kirk movie against my favorite Picard movie. This is the toughest fight. Gonna put motion picture over generations only because it's more of a Star Trek story than just about any of the other yeah, movies. Yeah, blah
6: blah 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 blah. It's, blah.
4: it's- <laughs> Got hard, interesting science, a genuine threat to Earth. Generations is only good because it beca- it features Picard acting more like Picard than he ever will in any other movie.
5: <laughs> exactly.
4: So, <laughs> see, you want this to go longer or shorter? You keep talking. Uh, that was I, a vote oh, for the motion. On. A vote for the motion picture. The motion. Picture I got nothing movie. else going on tonight, so I don't really. Care. And we are on to our next fight, Mr. Ortiz. I've been Ortiz. drunk for eight hours. <laughs> this one is yours it is star trek 2 the wrath of khan versus star trek first contact
5: uh well this one really isn't that tough um you know star trek wrath of khan uh is is kind of the the granddaddy it's the big gun um first contact while enjoyable uh did not have khan uh star trek wrath of khan has has a lot of problems a lot of flaws part of me wants to vote against it because it always gets the praise in the past but Uh, If you listen to our nitpicker episode, you'll see uh, the problems I have with that movie. So I'm not going to go into them now. I'm just going to vote for it.
4: Uh, Vote for Wrath of Khan. Pete?
2: To me, Star Trek II Wrath of Khan was the first Star Trek movie because it was the one where they actually got some of the things right instead of wrong. Um, First Contact, I I enjoyed First Contact. The Borg and everything were cool, but Wrath of Khan, Ricardo Montalban, I cannot vote against him.
4: Another vote for Wrath of Khan. Uh, Juan, R2D2, which one are you voting for? Odd is Wrath of Khan even is uh, First Contact. Uh,
5: Juan says three.
4: Another vote for Wrath of Khan. Uh, Chuck?
9: Um. Yeah, I agree with Pete where uh, I feel like Wrath of Khan is kind of like the first like real true Star Trek movie. I mean, uh, They spent so much money on the sets for the motion picture, they basically just reused them all and made a cheap movie, which ended up being way better. Um, And it kind of really establishes more the chemistry between, um, you know, Bones, uh, uh, Spock, and Kirk, which is really kind of the best thing about the original movies. First Contact is a fun movie, but um, again, it's just kind of being like a stretched-out episode action movie. The time travel element is cool, and it's probably the strongest of the next-gen movies. But um, Wrath of Khan, maybe you say, oh, everyone always says Wrath of Khan is the best, but in this case, it really deserves it. It's uh, basically kind of saved Star Trek. Uh, After the motion picture, uh, some people are kind of iffy about Star Trek, uh, and I think Wrath of Khan is what really kind of brought it back to, to the people and made it popular again. So I can't vote against Wrath of Khan. Khan!
4: Another vote for Wrath of Khan. Kathy?
10: I think it's funny that the two Moby Dick movies are up against each other. Whereas Picard, the good guy, overcame his feelings for vengeance and and didn't destroy himself, but Khan never never let go of his feeling his wanting vengeance and it destroyed him. Um and I love both of them. I love Picard's struggle with his demons. Um but Khan is just a much more fun movie even despite its its many flaws it's it's much more fun con
4: another vote for wrath of khan michael
6: uh first contact in my opinion kind of saved the star trek movie series for a while cuz generations didn't it did okay but it didn't win anybody over to the next generation side really that well and first contact was very strong extremely well done terrific special effects great character moments for a lo- uh, pretty much all the characters. The Borg were the best villain we've seen since Khan, in my opinion. Um, it deserves a lot of respect, but um, it's going up against Wrath of Khan, so <laughs> sorry! Wrath of Khan.
4: Another vote for Wrath of Khan. Karen? Um, <sighs> I'm going to vote for uh,
11: Ricardo Montalban.
4: Another vote for Wrath of Khan. Brian? <laughs>
7: Oh, excuse me, yeah, you know, I have been uh, completely and totally distracted since Kathy mentioned uh, two Moby Dicks rubbing up against each other. Uh, give me a second. <laughs> um, oh yeah, Wrath uh, of its best Star Trek ever.
4: Another vote for Wrath of Alan.
8: I am not going to vote for Wrath and the reason why is. I don't want to give it a clean sweep. I think a clean sweep should be an incredibly big deal on here, and uh, I, it, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm not saying it's the most. It's not the most Star Trek. Michael uh, said something since it's not going on. He said that it didn't win anybody over, but it was kind of. It's kind, to me, it was kind of the the rebirth of Star Trek in that era. I really like. Well, I'll, I'll go into that later on, but it, it kind of was a, a new fire and a rebirth for the uh, the movie franchise. So I'm going to vote for First Contact.
4: A uh, vote for First Contact. Mr. Form B is voting for Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Uh, First Contact is the biggest money-grabbing effort on the part of any Star Trek movie. It came together as a formula with Berman basically saying, well, Star Trek IV made it a buttload of money. It had time travel. So let's do a time travel and the Borg. Let's do time travel. And the Borg are popular, so let's do Borg. The result was a movie that pisses on time travel concept, the character of <sighs> Captain Picard, and the Borg mythos. Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan, meanwhile, has a bold story that dares to let Kirk become an old man, and it's it's the story of him finding uh, peace with that, much cooler than Picard chasing down his whale, which he almost shook a hand with, uh, hands with an iBorg.
6: Uh, Jared, Jared, you cynical
4: (laughs)
5: fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm changing my vote. (laughs) It doesn't
4: matter. Uh, Jared voted for (laughs) Wrath of Khan, and uh, uh, fuck it, I'll go Wrath of Khan really quickly. Can you
5: stop talking to him? why because you just won't shut up
4: yeah i know <laughs> uh wrath of Khan is moving on and we're on to our next fight pete this one is yours it is trekkies versus galaxy quest
2: so glad jared is not here
4: he'll be here later <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: oh um i i enjoyed both of these movies uh trekkies of course being a more documentary version uh in the star trek uh film world whereas uh, galaxy quest was a uh I don't think anybody really had any high hopes for it, and I thought it was a fantastic and fun movie. Trekkies, I think, had a little derision trickling in from the sides. I think it was crafted with love, but then there was parts in there where I was kind of like, oh, look at these nerdy Star Trek fans. Um, So I I gotta go with Galaxy Quest. Uh, It was just a more fun movie.
8: Yeah, Uh, plus, Star Trek nerds are retarded.
4: Vote for Galaxy Quest 1! 2D2, uh... Galaxy Quest is uh, odd, or sorry, even, and uh, Trekkies is odd. What does Juan say, Mike? And we can barely hear it, but we can kind of hear it. R two says five. R two says five. A vote for Trekkies. Uh, that was unusual, Chuck.
9: Um. Yeah, I'm going to go with Galaxy Quest. Um. I really like Trekkies. Uh. But yeah, they, there was kind of like a kind of a borderline kind of bashing. Uh, super obsessed Star Trek nerds, which actually also kind of made it funny. Uh, but Galaxy Quest, again, I forget who just said it. It was kind of unexpected. It was just like, oh, what the heck is this movie? It's kind of like a movie poking fun of Star Trek uh, in a comedy sense, and it's fun, it's entertaining. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give a little love to Galaxy Quest. Uh,
4: that was Juan that said that. Um,
9: <laughs> no, I believe that was me that said that.
4: <laughs> I know it was you because there's the only other one other person. Uh, Kathy.
10: Um I I got to say Trekkies is good. Um it's fun, but I think uh the um that new movie Comic-Con a Fan's Hope uh is much better at portraying all of fandom rather than just the nerdiest of the nerds and and Trekkies did kind of make a little fun. Whereas Galaxy Quest made you a little more proud to be a Trekkie, a little more, you know. Yeah, we could totally save the ship and the world if, you know, we had the chance because we know so much about this TV show. Yay. So Galaxy Quest.
4: A uh, Vote for Galaxy Quest. Michael.
10: I enjoyed Trekkies for what it was. I, I too,
6: felt it had, and I understand why because it makes for, I suppose, more immediate entertainment. But, you know, they really are going to seek out the biggest freaks you can find rather than really trying to give a more <laughs> interesting overview of you know trekkie fandom and what it's meant to a lot of people but you know i I get it and it wasn't mean-spirited i'll give it that so i mean it wasn't a condescending film but galaxy quest is the best star trek movie that star trek never made uh basically it is everything we were hoping from so many other star trek movies has an awful lot of heart and it has a lot of references that only star trek fans would understand and it is immensely clever, perfectly acted, one of the best casts in a sci-fi comedy ever. And um, even though it's not Star Trek, whereas Trekkies, I guess, technically is. Uh, it, I can't. You've got to go a Galaxy Quest here, definitely.
4: Uh, vote for Galaxy Quest, Karen.
5: I never heard of these movies.
11: Quit picking Fuck on you. Karen. Fuck <laughs> you. Now my feelings are hurt because I'm drunk. Um,
6: oh please!
11: Okay, um, Galaxy <laughs> Quest, because I haven't actually seen Trekkies, nor do I want
1: to. <laughs> of course not. You Why would, Why would you? Know? <laughs> <laughs> I,
11: my my trekkiness is valid because Star Trek Eleven is my Trek, and I'm catching Ooh. up to the rest of you. So fuck all of you, all of you.
4: Uh, I didn't say anything.
6: Let us know when you catch up, there, sweetie.
4: Uh, vote for Galaxy Quest. Um, <laughs>
7: Brian. <laughs> wow. I wonder if Karen is going to fuck all of us with Space Moby Dick and or grab Thar's Hammer. Anyway.
10: You live a rich fantasy life.
7: Yes, I do. And because <laughs> I live a rich fantasy life, I really have no interest in the reality of nerddom. I mean, goddammit, I don't like fans. Jesus. And Galaxy Quest was, like, fun. And it was, it was, it was like everybody has said, it was the best part about fandom. And it was also a, a really good uh, story about what Star Trek has actually meant to the fans. Yes, you know, we all need to move out of our parents' basements and all that kind of bullshit, but Star Trek has inspired a lot of us to go on and do... Some of the best things in our life. And that's what Galaxy Quest is about. And as Michael said, it has a lot of heart. I can appreciate a lot of heart. And so Galaxy Quest will be receiving my vote. Graptar's hammer, space whale dick thing. Yay.
4: Oh, vote for Galaxy Quest. Alan.
8: Okay, this is where I'm taking my long this is my this is my pass for some long dry tribe here. First of all, all you guys are jackasses. Galaxy Quest. I love the movie. It, it's not just a great Star Trek movie. It's a great movie, um, but it is making the entirety of that movie is making fun of Star Trek, uh, and it's there. Lot. There's a lot of inside jokes in there with the choppers and or chompers or whatever the hell it is. There's a lot of inside joke thing things there for um, that two Star Trek people for Star Trek people, but it's it's making fun of Star Trek. Now, for best Star Trek movie, Trekkies is about Star Trek fans. And think about this, guys, and I'll see if I can get some uh, some uh, vote changes here. Everybody that I know that has ever watched Trekkies that's not a Star Trek fan, they're like, oh, man, I totally want to go to a Star Trek convention now because it's so wild. It's so extreme. And yeah, they are grabbing the most fucking wacky people, but... Okay, when you guys go to a Star Trek convention, are you walking around like, "Oh wow, check out that that guy's costume"? I bet he's a completely highly—you know—you're not picking out the most reasonable, the most logical person. You're <laughs> picking out the person that made a costume out of a shopping cart and is super fucked up and doing weird shit. That's the most fun and most entertaining. Um, on top of that. Um, why should you know Star Trek fans uh be ridiculed? You know, these people are enjoying what they're doing or they're enjoying their hobby, they're not hurting anybody. They're a- actually having fun in full view of the world <laughs> <laughs> looking completely ridiculous and being ridiculed. not only that. A couple of years in Vegas, I met uh, uh, Gabe Croner, uh, the guy, the kid from Star Trek that you're calling at the worst possible time. Uh, who became a, it ended up being a uh, becoming a real good friend of mine. And uh, and he was telling me about how people that don't even know him, never saw him before, will walk up and just actively start talking shit to him and making fun of him. Now this is a guy who's actually a, com- a su- completely successful um, and badass uh, industry computer graphics guy. He actually he works on for everybody that doesn't know if you watch Battlestar Galactica the new the new one, uh if you're watching the Viper Mark II you're watching Gabe's work if you're watching Lost you're seeing Gabe's work all over the place and as well as being on a ton a ton of uh, uh of movies and commercials and things like that all the things that rotoscope and CG uh uh guys do but Trekkies is a Star Trek movie Galaxy Quest although it's a good movie. Is a making fun of Star Trek movie, and I'll hang out with the people that were in Trekkies all day long. It's Trekkies, guys. A uh, vote for Trekkies. Yeah, uh, I would never
7: go to a Star Trek convention, Alan.
8: Sorry. You hung out with me at the at the C two E two. That was a
7: comic book convention. Get it. Get it right, dude.
8: There were Star Trek people there because
5: <laughs> that that's so much better. A uh, vote. Oh for- yes.
7: Oh, yes
4: a uh, vote for uh galaxy quest from jared uh i will uh, also vote for galaxy quest uh, mike you guys all uh, suck
5: alan is completely right you guys are all bullshit the reason you don't like trekkies is because it hits too fucking close to home it's 10 o'clock on a friday night and we're recording a podcast about best star trek movie we make the people who are in trekkies look cool galaxy quest is bullshit oh the fans are gonna save anything none of us are gonna save shit if any of us were gonna actually accomplish anything with our lives we would have done so by now we are trekkies that makes you depressed that's why you didn't vote for it fuck all you people except that one
8: that's right motherfuckers
4: and uh r2d2 on but Galaxy Quest <laughs> is moving on and we're on to our next fight. Uh R2D2 one, this one is yours. It is Star Trek 5, The Final Frontier versus Star Trek Nemesis. Obviously Star Trek 5 is an odd number movie, so it's going to be odd and Nemesis is even, so it'll be even. Mike?
5: R2-1 says two. Ah, R2-1 <laughs> says Star Trek Nemesis.
4: Chuck,
9: <laughs> F- failing. Um, I actually really liked Star Trek 5, um, I was like, (laughs) I I was like six or seven years old at the time when it came out, so I wasn't really able to recognize the crappiness of it at the time, so uh, I've kind of enjoyed it ever since. I remember it came out the same year as the third Indiana Jones movie, uh, I thought it was funny, both of us had a god motif, but, uh, to keep a long story short, suffice to say, Star Trek 5 was supposed to be a big budget, crazy special effects movie, and then, um, the special effects union in Hollywood went on strike, so some dudes in New Jersey did all the special effects, and I kid you not. Um, and uh, really the saving point of Star Trek V is the dynamic between Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. Uh, some really funny moments kind of carrying off of Star Trek IV. Um, it's, uh, it's easy to bash it, but it's still fun. Whereas I remember going to see Star Trek Nemesis in the theater, and at the time was going up against movies like Lord of the Rings, and I remember there was maybe like five other people in the theater when I went to go see it and like these two creepy Star Trek couples behind me started crying after D- Data died. And I was just like man, this movie sucks. <laughs> Star Trek 5.
4: <clears throat> uh, vote for Star Trek 5. Kathy. No,
10: Data, no. Okay, so um, Shatner uh, said Nimoy did this. Why can't I? And the Final Frontier is exactly why he can't. It was it was a terrible movie <laughs> from the very beginning. It just, it sucked. It was like, it was like uh, they wanted to be Road Warrior and this whole storyline was just so stupid. Did you believe that he was Spock's brother? Fuck no. That's just the stupidest shit. And And they never explain why all these people are following him. It's just, it's stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Who put this alien in that hole in the middle of the galaxy anyway?
9: Yeah, well, Nemesis was dumb, too.
10: And why does he need a starship? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nemesis, though, had the advantage of two fucking hot Jean-Luc Picards. I don't care if they didn't look alike. I don't care if he didn't actually look like his clone. He was hot. I loved that guy. I love Tom Hardy. Um, And it was it was a dark movie. It wasn't the greatest, but it was a million times better than Star Trek V. That movie sucked. So, Nemesis.
4: Double. Uh huh. Vote for Nemesis, Michael.
6: Um, I personally think both these movies are have uh, been thrown under the bus unfairly over the years. Um, Nemesis. Both Mr. Ortiz and I went and saw this movie after hearing that pretty much from everyone around us that it was a, p- a pile of shit. And we were surprised by how much we enjoyed it. I don't really see what is the big problem with Star Trek Nemesis. Uh, the villain is very effective. It's got some uh, really well-made visual effects, some really intense sequences, and uh, it's it's very. I thought it was good. I'm not saying it's the best movie of this, and I don't think it's going to go very far. But um, I don't I don't have a problem with Star Trek Nemesis. Star Trek Five, I still love, in spite of the many problems, many 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 problems that it has. But you know they were really trying they were really trying for something pretty grand with that they got sabotaged by a lot of problems and you know the budget just wasn't enough to cover their ambitions the special effects team they hired was just absolutely awful and as a result the, the and and Shatner's inexperience as a director i think cost them some points but there are some amazing character moments in that movie some of the best moments that uh, Kirk Spock and McCoy have in the entire run of Star Trek and and for all its problems I am going to stick with Final Frontier although I don't want Nemesis to be perceived as being worthy of derision I think it deserves a lot more respect than it's gotten but Star Trek 5
4: uh, vote for Star Trek 5 oh, and,
6: and Kathy I'd like to applaud you for going back I followed you on Facebook and actually watching all these movies to familiarize yourself with them I think that's very admirable and I, I wish more people did that
4: uh, Karen go that ahead
1: fun.
11: should i just stop voting now that way you can let the people (laughs) who've actually watched them vote
4: no no go ahead everybody else are just being fucking assholes
10: vote with your vagina vote for tom hardy
11: (laughs) (laughs) um well my vagina likes the idea that god needs a spaceship because fuck god so star trek (laughs) five
4: uh vote for star trek five brian
7: um let me see uh yeah, what does god need with a spaceship? What does god need with a spaceship? What does god need with a
6: spaceship?
7: Ship? Starship actually. Starship actually. What does god need with actually with a starship
8: actually? Oh, start with the actually. Is Come not- on, Brian. Yeah.
7: Actually, what does god need with a star
10: Shit. Vote against that, so I never have to hear that again.
1: Excuse me. Excuse me.
6: Will you please just d- vote?
7: <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, <laughs> since I don't remember shit jack fuck all about Nemesis, I will be voting for um Star Trek Five Plus, um, citing geek precedent or law or whatever one it is, that we've already determined on this program that the best of Star Trek was Spock. Now, we can't uh, put forward a movie that has as the best Star Trek movie if that movie does not have Spock. That's an argument I'm putting forward. So since None of these next-generation movies, which all suck anyway, have Spock in them. I'm voting for number five, which has Spock in it and still sucks. Ta-da.
8: Vote for Star Trek V. Alan? (laughs) Okay, I'm voting for Nemesis. Uh, This is what I'm doing for every Geek Fight show and every Geek fights fighter out there that's ever on any show in the future if there's a clean sweep, make sure it deserves a clean sweep um, Star trek five is not a no there's no other show here that 's got a, got a clean sweep star trek five is not better than those so i 'm voting for nemesis as a protest vote uh just be only if for the only reason that i want um Star Trek 5 to go forward, but my, my only complaint on, or my biggest complaint, it's easy to, with modern podcasting, a lot of modern podcast shows out there, there's, there's this new thing where people just kind of make fun of shit, and I think I first noticed it with Michael years ago, who I think said, basically stated the concept of, you know, we're sick of all the Lucas bashing, I just don't want to hear it, it's unoriginal, so fucking what? Um, there's a lot of new podcasts out there that are just, you know, they're, they're based on a show and their shows are just making fun of that show. Well, if you don't like the show, fucking turn it off. Um, but one of the, one of my downsides, one of the things I got to give a little bit of thumbs down on, on Nemesis is the, uh, is the warf aspect of that movie where Michael Doran came in looked at the script and he was like. I'm just not even doing anything in this movie. I'm basically sitting in this back of the sand rail, and that's about it. I have no part in this movie whatsoever, and that was a shame. The high point of the movie is Data killing himself or uh, sacrificing himself at the end. Um, it's not a horrible movie. It's not a great movie, um, but I wish it, it was. It's my sadness on that movie is to see Worf go out like that. Is kind of just as a non-factor. So, but but still, I do not want to give Star Trek Five a clean sweep. So, Star Trek Nemesis.
4: Uh, vote for Star Trek Nemesis.
10: And, and I also voted for Star Trek Nemesis.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously? Nemesis actually has three votes right now.
10: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, well, let's see.
4: Um, Jared uh, picked Star Trek 5. Uh, he enjoys it a little bit more. Plus, uh, But he does like Nemesis. Nemesis only because uh, Janeway tells Picard where to go. Um, I will be voting for Nemesis because it's not a bad movie. Like at all, like people complain about it all day long, but it's not bad. It's slightly boring in some spots, kind of. But it, it, it's one of those things that still boggles my mind that people shit on Nemesis way more than they'll shit on Insurrection and Insurrection is a, a far inferior movie to, to Nemesis and Final Frontier is a far inferior movie to Nemesis. Nemesis has great special effects, great moments. Uh, when they do the, the Crash of the Enterprise into the Narada. Wait, not the Narada. I can't remember what the name of that fucking ship was. But when they crash the Enterprise. The Scimitar. The Scimitar. That, that shit was fucking awesome.
8: Yeah, and that was great.
4: When Data jumps out of the ship and goes EVA with nothing else but just jumping and flying. And that moment between Data and Jordy, where Jordy knows it's the last moment he's going to see his best friend alive. That shit was awesome. And the p- fact that people shit on this movie pisses me off. So I will be voting for Nemesis and shame on all of you for voting against it. Mike?
8: Yeah.
7: I changed my vote. Damon you swayed me.
4: Whoa, well, I'm
5: not,
8: say- I'm not saying it deserves to win. <laughs> it is
7: all tied up
5: now.
8: Oh, which Which one takes vote, the bro. win? Oh, whoa.
5: Wow. And you know, the funny thing is, I was I was planning my uh just like Alan, my well, you know, I'm going to give one vote to Nemesis here. Because everybody shits on it unfairly. Everybody hates it, and, and I really don't understand why. And yeah, for me, Damon, it's not that it makes me angry when people just seem to attack. It It actually confuses me. I don't really understand why people had a problem with it. I thought there were a lot of great moments, but I'm not going to let it actually win. <laughs> um, I love Star Trek 5. I'm not, I, l- I like both of these movies a lot, but uh, Star Trek 5, uh, you know, there's... The the weirdest thing about best Star Trek movie is a lot of us are going to make this determination based on really what we think Star Trek is, and and the worst elements of Star Trek V are Star Trek. You know, it's bad sets, it's bad special effects, it's no, bad they're not. acting. They're
10: road warriors. That
5: goes all the way back to the TV show, and we don't want to cop to it. And Shatner, you know, that's actually the most like a t- one of the TV shows. It does have a big idea. You know, the movies that everybody loves uh, in in the start of the Star Trek movies. You know, they, they don't really have that kind of big, deep ideas. It's, it's really one in five are the ones that are, are, are swinging for the fences in terms of concept. And those are the ones everybody hates. Um, and I think it is ambitious. And, you know, you, you, you say it's, it's not as well made as um, Star Trek IV. And, uh, you know, you'll say, okay, well, Nimoy has more talent. But you know what? There's no Nimoy in Star Trek IV. I don't look at that and see, wow, that was directed by the person who is Mr. Spock. But I look at Star Trek 5, and I see that is directed by the person who is James T. Kirk. That movie is Jim Kirk all the way, and uh, as much as I love Picard, I have to vote for Kirk.
4: And Star Trek 5 takes the win in a squeaker. We are on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is Star Trek 6, The Undiscovered Country versus what?
10: Pete?
12: Yeah, I don't think I voted on that one. Pete didn't vote. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Pete.
5: Wait, how is it tied up to me then?
4: Then, uh, then I just skip Pete. So it doesn't Well, matter. in that
5: case, I'm going to change my vote.
4: Okay, it doesn't matter. I'm but go ahead, Pete.
5: Go ahead, Pete.
12: <laughs> uh. Well, Star Trek Five, I actually paid the money for and saw in the theater. Even the trailer for Nemesis get me to go see it in the theater. I saw it on TV much later. Um, so I got to go with Star Trek V.
4: And Star Trek Five still wins. Moving on, Chuck. This yeah. one is yours. It is Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered so I get Country.
10: To vote
9: against it again. Uh,
4: versus Trekkies Two.
9: Um. <clears throat> yeah. First of all, I'm not going to vote for Trekkies Two just because. Um. Even though I just criticized the original Trekkies for maybe kind of poking fun or even kind of picking out the freaks at the conventions, I felt like uh, because of some criticism it got for that, Trekkies Two kind of. Be- uh. You know. Went in the opposite direction and was all like, uh, "Oh, Star Trek is the greatest thing in the world! Saved my life! It's so positive!" To the point where I wanted to kind of throw up. Um, but anyway, Star Trek Six was the- <laughs> Star Trek Six is uh, one of the best Star Trek movies, and what's great about it is it was made in a short period of time, It was kind of a rush job, and everything about it is just classic Star Trek. Uh, not super great special effects. Uh, it's all plot-driven. It's mostly just people standing around in a room, delivering great dialogue with a well-crafted plot. And again, you know, a director from Star Trek II basically comes back to kind of save Star Trek after uh, kind of a movie that was a critical failure. Um, so, and it was the last you know movie with the original crew. Uh, it's just uh, really great Star Trek six.
4: Uh, vote for Star Trek six, Kathy.
10: I never saw Trekkies 2. That's the one on this list that I have never seen. But uh Undiscovered Country is just a fantastic movie. It's just it's just got such great scenes. I just love uh what was it Christopher Plummer? Yeah. Uh, he is fantastic. He his um his verbal sparring with uh Shakespeare is just beautiful. I love it. Um all the actors are great in that none of the supporting cast sucks. Like some of the supporting cast sucks in, in wrath of Khan, but none of it does in undiscovered country. Um, it's a great story, great plot, um, great ending. I love that movie. Undiscovered country.
4: Uh, vote for undiscovered country. Uh, Michael.
6: Star Trek six is one of Star Trek's best. It is dark. It is much more. Uncertain. Than the other Star Trek's, there's a there's a, a it's it's got a lot of it actually is one of those movies that plays up the age of the cast really well, they don't try to hide it. And Nicholas Meyer just, I think, had an intuitive feeling for these characters in these situations. He proved it on Star Trek 2. The portion of part uh, four that he wrote is the best part of that movie, and six was a, a, a fine return to form as a writer director, and it remains. A, a wonderful send off for the original crew so much so that many of them never bothered to come back for generations because they felt they had done their best with this so why, why mess up a good thing Trekkies 2, look I didn't vote for the first Trekkies, I don't want to bash Trekkies 2 too much but Trekkies 2 is basically more of the same except they went all around the world to find a bunch of goofy looking knuckle fuckers like they did on the first one so it's like you know I, whatever uh, That's that's fine but Against Star Trek 6, please. Give me a break. Oh, and, and for anyone who's uh, interested, both Trekkies 2 and Star Trek 6 are available for rent on Netflix if you're interested. If you haven't seen them yet.
10: Uh, Karen? They're not streaming. The Star Trek movies are not streaming.
6: Oh, yeah, but they're available for rent on disc, on DVD, if you haven't seen them. Yeah.
10: Didn't uh, work for me today.
11: Uh, go ahead, Karen. Um, I'm looking at the posters for these two because I... Haven't seen either of them, so yeah, yeah. Well, if they were on streaming, I would have watched all of them. But you know, they're not, so fuck that. The poster for Trekkies Two has two little babies, uh, one of which is making the Spock signal, like the live long and prosper thing, and the other one is badass. So the Star Trek Six poster.
4: Oh. Uh, vote for Star Trek
9: Six. So, no, the poster she voted for, Brian.
7: I don't give the hair off of a testicle for Trekkies. Yay, fuck them. Yay. Whereas Star Trek Six would probably be my second favorite Star Trek movie if one they had. Not made Kim Cattrall Valeris they had made her Savic, which is who she was supposed to be. Because who cares if some broad who only showed up at the beginning of this movie betrays Spock? Whereas if Savic betrays Spock, that's a real ball
8: buster. Ooh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was supposed to be Savic.
7: If, if, if it wasn't supposed to be Savic, it should have been Savic. Particularly, it actually,
6: it actually was. Yeah. The only it reason was. it's not is because Kirstie Alley wouldn't come back.
9: Yeah, right. exactly. If she was supposed to be a bigger character through, uh, you know... And she couldn't fit in the
5: uniform anymore. They could
10: recast her again.
6: Uh, they weren't going to bring Robin Curtis back. Yeah, well...
7: <laughs> <laughs>
5: they should so, do a, a, a special edition no, where they go sure and digitally turn it into Savick.
7: That would be awesome. That would be awesome. And the other thing is that uh, other, rather than writing a new score for this movie, they should have used old Alexander's courage scores for this movie. Because come on, the scene where the good Kirk is fighting the evil Kirk—if if you had a da 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 i would have come right there in the theater. That well, would have made. Let's it
5: be
6: happy fun. that they didn't use that. Then.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, okay, you have a point, but still. You know that that would have that would have made this. Story Maybe they
5: can put that in my special digital edition too.
7: Oh sweet!
8: No. Do they include a digital <laughs> towel? Anyway, digital so, towel. was a real towel. They'd For use Towley from. Uh, <laughs> digital towelie.
6: No idea
4: So anyway. Gonna, so you, you're picking Star Trek. What are you pop- doing,
6: Brian? <laughs> I have Elle. no idea what's going on.
4: <laughs> what's your pick, Emily? <laughs>
7: Okay, I picked uh, Star Trek five, six.
1: Yeah, I know
8: I five, six. Okay, I'm gonna keep. I'll, I'll try to keep this. story. I gotta tell a story. I'm gonna try to keep it real short. Um, when I first bought an iPad or iPad, when I first pick, bought an iPod, I never had any knowledge that I or that podcasts even existed. Um, but I bought my first iPod, headed to Vegas for a Star Trek convention, um, and I ended up meeting Dave and Alicia from uh, Trekcast and stuff. And actually, I ran into Damon too, but I didn't know it was. Uh, it was Damon. I think I saw him at the, uh, at the experience there. Um, in my hotel room overnight, I watched Trekkies 2, and I had never seen it before. I'd seen Trekkies 1, and I had kind of just Trekkies 2 on my uh, laptop and had it up on the uh, TV in the room there. And the, at the end of the uh, next day at the convention, I, Brandon and David I'm like, hey, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm going to buy the whole crew a drink. So we all wander over, uh, and actually on the way was Garrett Wong. Um, so we ran into him said hi to him you know type of thing I'm like wow these guys know actual Star Trek actors so we're at the bar the uh, what's it called hey, Dam, what's the name of the bar outside the experience uh, Space Quest that Galaxy correct it's Space, Space Quest. Quest so I'm buying everybody a round of drink at uh, Space Quest I look over and I had just watched Trekkie 2 and it was Gabe the Gabriel Kroner guy and I was like are you that guy from from trekkies and he got really bummed it was really funny it was actually him but he got really bummed out like embarrassed and i think because you know people were actually talking shit to him and stuff like that and i was actually saying like hey dude i'm real big i love that show i just watched you you know hey how's your (laughs) how's your wife with the big boobs it's cool that you know you're scoring the chick and then he went into this big long story about how he got divorced he hates the bitch and all this stuff but uh (laughs) but (laughs) as relevant as that trekkies two story is uh I think my favorite, really th- I haven't really thought about what my favorite Star Trek movie is. As of this moment, I haven't really considered it deeply, but at this moment, I think it's Undiscovered Country. And if I could pick one show, one movie, if I have one pick on here that is going to be a clean sweep, it is going to be Undiscovered Country. So that is my choice.
4: Uh, vote for Undiscovered Country. Uh, Jared also picks the Undiscovered Country. Uh, uh, Trekkies 2 has a very awesome Denise Crosby. But Star Trek Six features the only adventure where Spock is so decidedly hardcore that he might as well have shown, a, uh, should have done the entire movie in the nude, flexing muscles and boasting a six-pack. The bit oh, where yeah. he knocks the phaser from Kim Cattrall's hand is so awesome that you completely forgot he directed Three Men and a Baby. So, that's a vote wow. for Star Trek VI.
10: I uh- take back what I said about you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: uh, I will also vote for Star Trek Six,
5: Mike? You people are all just haters. You're all, you're all traitors to your own people. You're oh. angry because <laughs> a mirror has been held up to your lives, and you don't like what you see.
8: Yeah, but oh, what no, are you, no, voting, no. For? What Wait, are you what? voting for, Mike? <laughs> so, and I you hung know, out with the guy.
5: <laughs> and, and you know what my favorite part of Trekkies 2 is? Is uh, in the special director's of cut, where they, uh, they shoot that uh, Gabe Croner guy at the end, but they peel off his mask. And it turns out that it was that chick who dressed up like uh like uh, Picard for the jury in the Clinton trial and, uh, that was my favorite part I, I I love it when they when they released it hopefully when there's a a blu-ray they'll put that back on, so I'll vote for trekkie's too
3: uh vote for trekkies 2. Pete. well, I am not a hater, and I do not look in the mirror and hate what I see
12: so uh I gotta go with uh Star That's Trek what Judas said. Country because you had two Kirks, and two Kirks uh-huh. are always better than one.
10: <laughs> Especially when one's a man. Uh, 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 yes. Please don't, don't, don't
4: come. Yeah, up. Brian. Ooh.
5: There's Ooh. another reason to vote for Trekkies. It doesn't make Brian come.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek 6 takes the win. I'm not even going to ask uh, Robo One. We are on to our next fight. Kathy, this one is yours. It is Star Trek three: The Search for Spock versus Star Trek four: The Voyage Home.
10: Now, see, I don't like that this that these two are up against each other because I just watched um as as Michael said, I just watched all the movies except I didn't get to Nemesis, um in the but last few days. But
6: you, but you tried, and I really appreciate that.
10: I did, and I will be watching Nemesis probably <laughs> Sunday. Um, <laughs> but anyway. In watching *Search for Spock*, you know my memories of it are that it was a stupid movie, that it was a stupid premise, and it was a stupid movie. Watching it again for the first time in probably what twenty-five years, uh, it's actually a really good movie. At, at least I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, I thought the the great character moments that Michael saw in *Star Trek* five, I saw those in *Star Trek* three. The things between. Kirk and and McCoy and their, their bonding with Spock um, and their feelings for Spock and their, their teamwork. It's just, it was, I really liked the movie. Um, that being said, The Voyage Home was a better movie. <laughs> so, Voyage Home.
4: Uh, vote for The Voyage Home. I feel uh. bad
10: having to vote against Search for Spock. <laughs>
4: uh, Michael?
6: I don't um star trek 3 i have a lot (laughs) i have a lot of problems with great there's some great stuff in it i mean i watched it again recently and did a commentary for it with some people in here actually that's right and um the good parts are even better now than they were back then but the parts that were stupid and ill-conceived and illogical are just as bad and stupid as they ever were whereas um star trek 4 was a real charming diversion it's one that a lot of trek fans Can still get behind even if they're not. It's not you know what they would consider hardcore Trek. It attracted a whole new audience until the uh, recent uh, reboot. It was still the most successful of all the uh, Star Trek films in the theater. It was uh, nominated, I think, for like four Academy Awards. I mean, it was a it was a big big deal, and it brought a whole new life back and infused a whole new crowd into Star Trek that then came into Next Generation just a couple years later, and then was promptly killed off by star Trek five. So, um, you know, it was, it was a really great movie. And I think it's actually underrated by star Trek fans in many ways. I think it's kind of dismissed as that one, that cute movie with the whales. But, um, it's funny what now watching it, it's a period piece back then. It was just released during the time that we were all there, but now it feels like a period piece. The so 86 seems like a whole another lifetime ago. So it's actually fun to enjoy it on that level now. So I'm going with Star Trek 4, uh, which, vote. Everyone, which everyone has seen. Like, Star Trek 3 and 4, I don't know anyone who hasn't seen both of these movies. So, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's amazing how many people saw these. Uh,
4: vote for Star Trek 4. Uh, Karen?
11: I actually have seen both of those movies, and I fucking love Woo-hoo. Space Whales. <laughs> I love Space Whales. I love them.
1: Uh,
4: vote for Star Trek 4. <laughs>
7: um, uh, Brian. Uh, yeah, geez. Um, yeah, mama. The, uh, Star <laughs> Trek three. Um, Jesus Christ. I could not stand Jim Ignatkowski as a Klingon. it just pissed me the fuck off and oh. totally and completely took me right out of the goddamn movie. And, Star Trek Four was just too fucking precious and so too fucking cute. So you know what? Uh, fuck precious and cute. I'm gonna vote for a movie that I really don't even like. I'm voting for Star Trek Three. There you go.
4: Aww. Uh, vote for Star Trek Three,
8: uh, Alan. Ah, uh, the a, a real fun thing. If you're not if you're not into commentaries, you guys should go back and check out uh, the Geek Fight special. The commentary that we all did, it was, it was Michael Felsher, Mike mm. Ortiz, um, Damon Shaw, myself, Alan, and I think there was someone else. The guy from the Soulless Minions. Yeah, he does the... The, uh,
1: the was there is someone Minions else? guy.
8: W- was there someone else on the show, too, or is it just all us?
4: Us and Josh Bradley of Soulless Minions. Josh.
8: Okay, yeah. Yeah, they, that's a good commentary. And uh, actually, Michael comes up with some great... Uh, a lot of really great points on that, on that show. Uh, but... As good and as horrible as Star Trek Three is, I actually have not clip from the movie, but an actual MP3 of the song. It's called I Hate You, the punk rock song in uh, Star Trek 4. Um, you yeah.
6: all, yep. I say screw
8: you. Yeah, exactly.
0: Megatons?
8: Yeah, it's <laughs> I actually had that complete song on MP3 and it's incredibly rare. Um, as far as I know. Um and Star Trek Voyage. Here's the thing about Star- about Star Trek Four: Voyage Home. It, I I think it's the first Star Trek movie that really transcends the genre. Not not just Star Trek fandom, but sci-fi. The sci-fi genre. You'll get housewives that aren't really a fan of sci-fi that are like, "Oh, that was really cool." Where those guys, you know. It, you know, it, it's it it just transcends. And uh, it has a lot of great points. The, and it and it really expanded on it, I, I think it was a, just a gutsy movie. They took a lot of chances. I think it all paid off, and there's a lot of subtle humor in there, and it's it's phenomenal. So Star Trek Four.
4: Oh, vote for Star Trek Four. Uh, <laughs> Jared also picked Star Trek Four. Uh, somehow it becomes more fun for Trekkies to lampoon Star Trek Four. Uh, but it's a still a huge, a huge favorite for me. The movie demonstrates some of the best use of screen time for all the popular characters. The scenarios have well-earned humor, and every actor gets a chance to make us laugh. The plot uh, around Saving the Whales is actually extremely poetic, and it's refreshing to have a crisis that arises from a misunderstanding instead of a bonafide villain. The antagonist does more for the wonder of space than the movie gets credit for. Uh, Star Trek Three, meanwhile, has a slew of awesome things happening, but it never feels as epic as it should, I don't know if it's a lack of money or what, but between the two, uh, it's totally Star Trek for the one with the whales. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I hate the one with the whales. <laughs> but I, I'm going to vote for Star Trek 3. I like it a little bit
5: more. Uh, Mike? I like both of these movies a lot um, in terms just strictly of enjoyment. I think I probably put them uh, fairly equal. Um, four on it's It's probably a better movie. It's a tighter movie, and it's a bigger movie. But... Uh, it's also set in 1980, whatever it was, which yeah, is a period piece now, but back then it was just t- you know happening then, like every other movie of, of its time, and you know a lot of eighty mo- 80s movies haven't really aged that well, uh, in my opinion. So that kind of works against it. And three has a lot of flaws, but uh, you know ultimately it's it it served its purpose, which was just to get the Spock get Spock back, and even though that's not as strong a story or reason. It's a very strong kind of emotional reason, and that's real. That some of the best character moments of all uh, have happened in that show. It's all about friendship and and love, and it's it's really about these characters and what they go through for each other. So it's not doesn't need a, doesn't need to be a tight plot. This is about showing where these people are emotionally with each other, and that's something that that a lot of other Star Treks don't do. And I don't think Ford does that very well at all, even though you know there's that subplot of Spock. So uh, I'm gonna give some. I'm gonna give a little bit more love to Star Trek Three because even though they're both great movies, Star Trek Three just has more passion for for Star Trek. Um, and and for while, a great, great movie is really, it's it's kind of just a light comedy, some light sci-fi. It's set in the present instead of in the future. And you know, I like Star Trek because it's in the future, not because it's happening right now.
4: A uh, vote for Star Trek Three, uh, Pete.
12: I enjoyed both these movies. I actually really like Christopher Lloyd as uh, I believe it was Commander Cruz, the Klingon leader. Uh, Merritt Butrick from Slash from Square Prick. Um But I mean, there was just too many things that just made me laugh, and and I, I think Four was a uh, a happier, a little more upbeat movie. So uh, I like I gotta give the vote to Four.
4: A vote for Star Trek 4. We no longer have a uh, a one R2D2. We have the actual one one uh, jumping Yay! in right into the middle. Yay! It is Star Trek Three <laughs> versus Star Trek 4. I don't know if you've seen either one.
6: I
12: have seen them.: Well, that's um, a refreshing switch.
10: R2D4 2 has not watched any Star Trek. Oh really? Well, I, I can imagine why. He just picked um,
5: shit at random. RGD devoted to yeah. Trekkies because he's not ashamed of himself.
13: <laughs> okay, so three against four. Um, and it's my vote?
4: That is correct, Wait, so, sir.
1: All
13: right, so three, the search for Spark, and then four, the Voyage. So that's one with the whales, right?
1: That is correct.
13: I like the one with the whales, but you know <laughs> and, it, and it's not even just about the whales. I like, I like the, the whole thing about messing with the past, how um, Scotty these are the formula for that thick glass
1: stuff that they need for the whales and say, well, how do we know it's aluminum? aluminum. That
4: Nerds. One, Geeks. Uh, <laughs> vote for stuff.
5: Yeah. That's you right, all hate
9: four. yourselves.
4: And Chuck. Uh,
9: right. uh yeah. Um, I'm going to have to, I think, uh, you know, Michael Felscher, Sorry. I have just to distinguish between the two mics here. Um, really hit the nail on the head earlier. Uh, Ten years ago, if you asked me which is better, 3 or 4, I would have said 3. Because kind of like how Mike was saying, Hey, it's Star Trek, you know, Star Trek takes place in space. I I still really like 3 a lot. But I feel like uh, Star Trek 3 is kind of riding off the coattails of the greatness of 2. It's kind of implied they're going to get Spock back. Uh, You know what's going to happen. Whereas Star Trek 4... Uh, I used to not like as much because it was kind of the Star Trek movie for non-Star Trek fans. But now, as it's aged, um, it's not really so much as accessible now. It's become almost kind of like was mentioned earlier, a period piece. Um, and it was—I uh, think it was—kind uh, of looking back, more bold and daring. And again, really, Star Trek isn't so much taking place in space as it is Kirk, Spock, McCoy. I mean, you could take you know DeForest Kelly... Uh, Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner and just put them in a room together and you'd probably have a great show going and that's the whole reason why Star Trek 4 works and uh, I think overall it's just a better movie, so Star Trek 4
4: and Star Trek 4 takes the win we are on to our next fight Uh, Michael, this one is yours it is Star Trek 09 versus Free Enterprise
6: this one's actually my least favorite of all the matchups so far I love Free Enterprise. Free Enterprise is probably the quintessential geek movie. Um I know so many lines of dialogue from that movie and I recognize for me this is more representative of the type of geek that I am and that my friends are than say trekkies or anything like that. It's a very smart movie that addresses all sorts of geekdom not just Star Trek. It's it's a very uh it's it's a precious movie. It's one I wish more people have seen. It's it's really incredibly well done, and and I revisit it all the time. Here's the thing, though: the Star Trek reboot from '09. I had a lot of doubts about this going in. Uh, the trailers looked good, but at the end of the day, I was like, "Am I really going to buy this? Am I really going to accept this? Is it necessary to do this?" I mean, I had a lot of, I don't want to say bad feelings, but mixed feelings about it going in. I had so much fun with the star Trek remake and yet it has plot holes. You could drive star Trek's three and generations through, but at the end of the day, the movie made, made, made you buy it. It was perfectly cast, wonderfully written and directed brilliant special effects. I mean the opening sequence alone with Kirk's father and the sacrifice of the Kelvin. Was one of the I, I was emotionally affected awesome. just in the first ten minutes of that movie. We hadn't even met the fucking real characters yet.
8: Yes, yeah, awesome. And,
6: and I'm I'm like, damn, this thing is really working. And at the end, all I can say is that I believed everybody as their characters. I have no problems accepting anybody. I thought they did wonderful jobs. It it, it kept moving, and at the end, when the first tinkling of the Star Trek theme comes on, before the, you know, where no man has gone before speech, I got fucking choked up because the movie had sold me and it made me want to see it again immediately. And until the Avengers this summer, I hadn't had that much fun in a summer movie in a long time. In fact, it has Star Trek was the last one before the Avengers. They gave me that feeling when I walked out of the theater, like I want to go back and see this again and again and again. So as much as I love free enterprise and I would love to vote for it, for me, the bigger miracle was the Star Trek reboot. So I'm putting that
4: through. A vote for Star Trek 09. And Karen, <laughs> this one is yours.
11: Well, this, this is totally an informed opinion, except for I haven't seen Free Enterprise. But Star Trek, <laughs> hey, Star Trek 09, I wouldn't even be on this show if it weren't for Star Trek 09.
4: Another vote for Star Trek 09. Brian, your vote.
7: I will vote for.
8: Star Trek, oh <laughs> nine, Alan. <laughs> okay, now it's, now that's my turn to talk. Karen, did you did you <laughs> did you um, start listening to Trekcast after you watched Star Trek 0-9? I
11: did partially because through a strange happenstance, I actually started reading Jared's blog before I listened to Trekcast.
8: But, but but Trek 9 made you go out, or not yeah. made you, but it, but influenced you to go out and start checking, just checking out Star Trek.
11: Exactly. Exactly. That's my Trek. Like, everyone has their, their Trek. Mine just happens to be Star Trek 09, and that's probably why I'm less knowledgeable about the other stuff. But it doesn't mean I'm not going back and loving it. It just means that I'm not there yet.
8: Exactly, and and for all the Trek listeners, and for everybody, everybody on the show here, I'm a totally recent Star Trek fan. Like before, I I started watching Star Trek at about season five of Next Generation. Before that, like in the '70s, I hated it because Channel Five locally played Kung Fu or played Star Trek and interrupted the Kung Fu TV show I was into watching. And I didn't like Star Trek. I'm a recent person, and whether you, and there's no quote unquote experts in Star Trek. This isn't a Star Trek competition. Who's the most Trek? Uh, this is something that we all enjoy. So if you haven't seen stuff, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's more I'm I, I'm laughing because I think it's more fun, and I'm super drunk and country club malt liquor um but i'm a more recent i'm a more recent uh uh, listener and fan myself and like i said when i went and met these people at these conventions it was kind of like you like hey i really got into this i think i'll go and check out you know i'll do this over the weekend and it'll be kind of cool and and, in so in a recent person so you don't have to be into Trek from day one but um as far as 09 versus free enterprise like michael said when I saw that movie, I was like, okay, it could be a cheap Hollywood grab to make money off something that already existed, which so many of these reboot movies are. Um, when I walked out of the movie, I was like, and I went and saw it at, at uh, IMAX and 3D. I walked out that movie and said to myself, fuck yeah, this is money well spent. And like Michael said too, when the only thing, time after that, uh, I walked out of IMAX 3D uh, was the Avengers and like yeah that was money well spent and that's a money and that's a that's a movie that you should go and throw down whatever the amount of money it is to see it you know uh, on that format and all that stuff. Free Enterprise is a great movie. If no one's ever seen Free Enterprise, you guys should all see it. Um, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of watch it after you've been through like a couple of series, possibly and a couple of movies or all the movies and like, Oh yeah, now I totally get it. You know, it's not, not really an advanced thing, but it's definitely very, very cool. And within the star Trek uh, universe, um, to, to to be honest, before I heard Michael, I was going to push free enterprise over star Trek. Oh nine, but I'm going to, I'm going with the Oh nine.
4: Another vote for star Trek. Oh nine. Um, Jared. Let's see. No contest here. Only one of these has star Trek in the title. And that would be Star Trek 09. He's voting for Star Trek 09. I will be voting for Free Enterprise. Uh, Free Enterprise is an amazing film. Uh, I love it to death. Uh, it's it's a it's a lot closer to home than Trekkies ever will be for me. So I, I think that's a much better fan <laughs> film. So I will I will go with Free Enterprise, Mike.
5: Uh, I I agree. Um, Star Trek 09 uh, is an amazing movie, and I hope and i think i look forward to being able to sing its praises uh in in the future on this uh on this particular show uh, but i'm going to give a nod to free enterprise uh for for the reasons you said i mean this is this is the other side of star trek we keep voting against trekkies and i know i've been jumping about you being traitors and you know that that's just being kind of funny but here being serious this is a really good movie about geeks and it's a movie that that we have lived and you know, we've I think we've told the story about how we uh, discovered it because this actually won best geek movie. So, uh, you know, it, it's cred is impeccable. Um, plus, uh, the, the characters in the movie are based on the creators and, and we know people who know these guys. I mean, there's actually a theoretical chance that one of these guys could, could even come on our show. Uh, I mean that that's how close to the reality of that movie, uh, we are, even though the movie's total bullshit and it's, it's a great geek fantasy. Uh plus the uh the final kind of icing on the cake is uh Damon and I are in the booklet in the Anchor Bay DVD. So uh I I can't uh, deny that kind of geek cred. So Free Enterprise. Pete. Uh I liked
12: uh, I enjoyed Free Enterprise a lot. I think it was uh one of if not the first movies I saw with you guys. Um in somebody's basement. I think it was probably in Michael's basement at one point. Um I thought it was a very amusing film, but I I was really stunned by the, by the reboot. I have to say, I I was another one who was, had a lot of reservations going into it. And, uh, I I didn't have a problem with any of the people they chose, um, as, uh, the precursor characters. Um, so I got to give it to the reboot. Uh,
4: vote for star Trek. Oh, nine, uh, one,
13: Oh, uh, uh,
4: yeah.
13: What was that one? It is Star Trek 09 oh, yeah.
4: versus.
13: <laughs> I'm going to time the next round to see how long it actually takes to get. To. Oh, for, um, yeah, right. Um, okay. So Star Trek 09 for sure. Cause I really enjoyed watching that movie. Um, like a lot of times when I vote, uh, it has a lot to do with how I get to interact with my son while we're, while we're watching movies and doing geeky stuff. So he and I really enjoyed, um, watching that movie in the theaters and also, Um, I have a copy, so I get to watch it whenever I want, and I enjoy that. So, cool. Not to mention, there's lots of good-looking people in the show, just like, you know, normal. It's not hard to watch. Uh Oh,
4: (laughs) Star Trek 09. Chuck?
9: Um, Yeah, I'm going to basically agree with uh, most of what people said. Uh, Star Trek 09 is really great. It kind of is almost a crash course in all things, Star Trek, um, and it they managed to kind of have it be a reboot, while at the same time without throwing all the continuity out the window, because Star Trek, hardcore Star Trek fans really very much about the continuity and doing just a flat-out reboot, and uh, would have pissed people off And by kind of doing a clever kind of multiple or parallel universe-type uh, approach that thought was very clever. Uh, but I don't mean to downplay Free Enterprise uh, either. I really like Free Enterprise, but it's basically a fan film. Um... And ultimately, I just thought that the new uh, Star Trek did a good job of just kind of reintroducing people to Star Trek. So, yeah, 09.
4: A vote for Star Trek 09. And Kathy?
10: I think it's funny that we keep saying Star Trek 09, and I'm looking directly at a poster that I picked up at the Star Trek convention in Vegas in 2006 that has the the, the new... Material for the uniform with the symbol on it that says 2008. Yeah, it
9: was supposed to out in Christmas and they bumped it back. Yeah, they moved it.
10: Yeah. And I just love having that poster that says 2008 on it because I was waiting for this movie back in 2006 when it was just like, we don't know what it's going to be about. Maybe they're going to go back to the Academy. And we thought, oh, that's stupid. They're going to go back before Enterprise even, or back, like it didn't work for Enterprise. So why is it going to work for um, this, the, the original cast to be um, back in the Academy? It's just stupid. Um, but it really worked out well. I, I love Star Trek. I, I think it's a great movie, except for the red matter. That is my Flying Snowman. I hate that. Um, and if you want to know what a fly, Flying Snowman is, look up Flying Snowman John Scalzi and you'll find out. Um, but I got to say, Free Enterprise, just a great movie from beginning to end. It's just, it's just so much fun seeing you know, your friends um, and what they would do if they met William fucking Shatner in a bookstore. Um, just for the ending with William Shatner doing uh, the uh, Mark Anthony speech from Julius Caesar in rap, for that reason alone, Free Enterprise wins.
4: Uh, vote for Free Enterprise, but Star Trek 09 is moving on, and we're at the last fight of the first round. Uh, Karen, this one is yours. It's the unknown pick. It is Star Trek Insurrection versus... Well, your grandmother couldn't tell the difference. It's Star Wars. That's right. Star Wars A New Hope <laughs> Versus Star Trek Insurrection.
8: (laughs) Who the fuck is it? Who the fuck picked that?
11: (laughs) Which one was a new hope?
4: That is the first one. That's Star Wars.
11: (laughs) Okay. Well, no. I mean, I know it's Star Wars, but I never keep the Star Wars one straight.
4: Yeah, I know. It's it's Star Wars. It's it's, neither could your grandma. Neither could your grandma. It's Star Wars. It's It's, true. It's it's technically the fourth one now, but it was the first one from
11: 1977. (laughs) Okay. Um. I guess I'll just vote for the Star Trek one.
4: <laughs> A vote for insurrection. Um, Brian.
7: Yeah, I'll, I'll vote for Star Wars. Fuck everything. There you
8: go. A vote for Star Wars. Um, Alan. I am not voting for Star Wars. I'm voting for the shittiest, the absolute shittiest, ladies and gentlemen, Star Trek movie. Over any and all and all combined Star Wars movies. And here's the reason why. Well, here's one reason why. And that is a brand new bottle of Country Club malt liquor. I was <laughs> recently at a friend's house. Hold on, I gotta take a drink of this. Really? That's the good stuff. I was at a friend's house. And there are Star Wars toys all over the place. There was like you know the tie fighters and all sorts of stuff and all sorts of bullshit and there was a Clone Morris helmet and i was like oh man your kids like into star trek or something right and they're like oh yeah totally he's a huge star trek fan and then like his wife came home and his wife had his kid the kids wearing a star or star i mean star trek or star wars fan kid comes in he's wearing See, a star I told wars you, shirt
4: Grandma, i can't tell the difference
8: <laughs> he's wearing the shirt um and uh, I'm like, oh, man, you know, and and then, you know, Clone Wars is big. I'm like, you know, what, what's really got him into the series? You know, is he you know, is he watching Clone Wars, you know, because it's free? It's on TV and all that shit. It's like, no, no, he doesn't. He watches Clone Wars. He likes it. But, you know, he's a really big fan of the movies. I'm like, oh, really? Wow. Wow. And then um, and he said, like, yeah, oh, he loves Star Wars. I'm like, oh, really? Going back to the 70s. And I started talking about, um, uh, you know, actually doing production with models as opposed to computer graphics. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. Not the terrible one from the 70s. The more modern one. The first Star Wars. And they were talking about Star Wars. Is it Phantom Menace? I don't even know what the fuck it is. Phantom Menace. Yeah. Their, their, Their kid preferred. And even the lady or the dude was saying like, oh, no, not the 70s one. Phantom Menace. That's the good one. Okay. If Star Wars fans are that fucking ridiculous, they don't even deserve to be on this list. So fucking this again the absolute shittiest in my, and in my Neil Hamburger voice, the absolute shittiest Star Trek movie is a million times better than any and all and all combined Star Wars movies. So, fuck that.
4: <laughs> uh, vote for Star... Or, uh, sorry, uh, Insurrection. Uh, Jared also picked the unknown because anything is better than Insurrection. It's a horrible movie. <sighs> <laughs> um... I'm going to pick uh, Insurrection because it, it is at least Star Trek. Mike?
5: Uh, I am going to uh, pick Star Wars uh, because I'd mentioned earlier I like all of the Star Trek movies, and I know that some of them really aren't that good, and I, I wind up talking myself into liking them, finding ways to like, like the bad ones, but I couldn't even do that with Insurrection. And even though you know I think its heart is in the right place, and I kind of understand why they were trying to do what they were doing, but it never really comes together. And even though star Wars is not a star Trek movie, um, we do know that star Trek was supposed to be a TV show. And after the success of star Wars, that's when phase two got turned into star Trek, the motion picture, and basically launches the franchise. Um, otherwise it would have just stayed a TV show and maybe it would have succeeded. Maybe not. Maybe it would have been more like next generation my guess is it probably wouldn't have and star trek would have maybe died off so i think uh, i will invoke the uh, form b corollary and say if there was no star wars there would be no star trek movies and no best star trek movie on geek fights so star wars. Uh, vote for star wars pete uh
12: yeah, I'm going to vote for Star Wars in this one too because I think it would be absolutely hysterical even though I know, even though I know it'll never happen for Star Wars to be the best Star Trek movie. Oh,
1: <laughs> you know,
5: they, they said that about Itchy about a year ago. Uh, Juan?
13: Uh, I'm voting Star Wars, bitches. For reals. Uh, uh,
8: oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Star, War. Star Wars. Yeah, because you got a kid. It's uh, like a bunch of shit going on, on the screen. It's not an actual movie.
4: Kathy. Uh, what about... What?
9: Did Chuck vote?
4: Oh, yeah, I did skip Chuck. Sorry, Chuck.
9: This is an outrage. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, could, <laughs> I, could, I could wax poetic forever about, uh, you know, the differences between Star Trek and Star Wars, but I don't want to get into that because I want to talk about Star Trek. And... Um, yeah, Star Trek Insurrection was once again, you know, uh, Berman and Braga just kind of beating a dead horse. And uh, at that point, the franchise was really kind of stalling. But, um, and even though I think Star Wars is a way better movie, uh, I don't want to turn this into a Star Trek versus Star Wars ridiculous thing where, you know, like Kung Fu Panda ends up winning best Star Trek movies. So fuck that. Insurrection.
5: Uh, vote for. Insurrection. I changed my vote to Kung Fu Panda. Uh, Kathy.
9: Uh,
10: Panda. fuck you all. Insurrection is one of my favorite Star Trek movies. I fucking love that movie. I rented it. I, I didn't see it in the theater because I heard it was shitty. Um I eventually rented it and I watched it 3 times in 2 days while I rented it. I love that movie. It's so much fun. And after, you know, not having seen these people for for a while, um I just I just loved it. sure. It's an episode but I really loved that episode. I just thought it was it was great. Everybody was so comfortable with who their characters were and just the whole um <laughs> thing where all the angst was gone between uh Riker and uh Counselor Troy and they just got together and it was no big fucking deal. You get to see um Geordi seeing a sunrise for the first time. That was just beautiful. Loved that. Uh and it was it was just a lot of fun. I it has some great lines. It has great stuff in it. I t- I love Insurrection. So fuck you
8: all, Insurrection.
4: A uh, vote for Insurrection. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Michael. Which one takes the win? Oh
8: way? man,
6: I I am dumbfounded by the uh, people's reactions here. Whether it's it's Jared's bullshit, not even giving a shit what the other one was. Or Kathy, actually, uh, Kathy, what insurrection did you see?
10: I will. I will admit that perhaps it's my vagina talking. I it, it might be what? a movie.
6: Yeah, you know I what? Like that, okay, you know that. what? All right, all right, all right. All right. Let, let, me do, let me just, just, just. Oh God. Um. <laughs> yeah, Star Trek insurrection. Like I don't hate any of the Star Trek movies, but if I had to pick one that I care the least about by far it is star Trek insurrection because it is one of those films that they might've been able to make a semi-decent TV episode out of it, but not a 90 minute feature film. I mean, Worf gets a fucking pimple in it for Christ's sakes. I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm (laughs) sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, it's a lame movie. It has. It adds very little. It feels nothing like a movie whatsoever. It's an expanded, weak-ass fourth or fifth season episode that has no business being on the big screen. I don't hate it, but it really isn't very good at all. But here's my problem: you're putting it up against Star Wars. Star Wars has no fucking place in this debate. I don't give a shit if without Star Wars we wouldn't have gotten the Star Trek movie. That doesn't. I who gives a shit? Star Wars has no. Place in this debate. I don't want to involve it. Save it for its own goddamn fights, of which we've had what sixty. I don't really I don't no. No, 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 no. We're not putting it through as a gag. That is completely disrespectful. Either you vote for something Star Trek, or you don't vote for something. You don't vote for something Star Wars in this place. Bullshit. But the problem is, I can't get behind either one of these things. I'm not voting for Star Wars because it's Star Wars <laughs> and it's a Star Wars debate. But I can't vote for insurrection. So the only thing I can do, and normally in a situation like this, I would just say, I vote for my dick, but I can't do that because oh, I just, have to vote. Well, no, I have to, because I can't vote for my dick because the problem oh, is yeah, my, dick. I was, I defeated my dick in the last episode I was on thanks to certain parties. <laughs> and so I can't do anything about that. So the only thing I can do on this particular point is vote for, I'm, I'm voting for Kathy's vagina.
8: <laughs> yes, yes. I'm changing my vote to Kathy's I'll vagina.
5: I'll change my vote to Kathy's vagina. Anybody
8: else for Kathy's vagina? Anybody uh, else out there? Uh, <laughs> I am always, all, <laughs> I'm all over you know, Kathy's vagina. Okay, is, so is is Kathy's vagina the new King Tut's
7: asshole?
11: Well, no, this particular uh, uh,
7: round uh, uh, no, because
11: <laughs> three. Kathy, two, before before I change my vote, I need you to describe your vagina. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, it likes Star Trek Insurrection. There's no more description. And
11: Star
5: Trek <laughs>
4: Nemesis. <laughs> so with all these, a little hairier than I like. To uh, Kathy's vagina, that puts Insurrection through with the win, and uh, we'll be back right after this, unless I quit the show, which I'm seriously so close to
5: doing. <laughs> well, in that case, <laughs> I'm going sure, to, to, to declare Kathy's like vagina, vagina the winner. Vagina, the winner. Vagina,
10: I'm hey that's great after all this i can't wait
5: to do this episode graphic
0: (laughs) somewhere in space this may all be happening right now 20th century fox and george lucas the man who brought you american graffiti now bring you an adventure unlike anything on your planet. Star Wars. Here they come. I can't do that. The story of a boy, a girl, and a universe. It's a big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. I am C-3PO, Human-Cyborg Relations, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. Hello. No forces, no forces. It's an epic of heroes. Good luck. And villains. Yeah. And aliens from a thousand worlds
9: And set your course for BayouCon June 30th through July 1st in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Hello everyone, I'm Justin Toney, director of BayouCon, and I want to invite all of you to our fourth annual event this month. BayouCon is going all Klingon for the Klingon Summit with Star Trek's J.G. Hertzler and Robert O'Reilly. And the best part is they'll appear in full Klingon costumes. This fun-filled weekend will offer Klingon-themed panels as well as the best in video and tabletop gaming, merchants, concerts, and lots more. Get your tickets now at www.bayucon.net and set course for Lake Charles, Louisiana for the Klingon Summit at Bayucon, June 30th through July 1st. For the latest information about Bayukon, visit us online at www.bayoucon.net.
12: Hi, this is Gordon from Bartab of Rassilon, which you can watch online every Sunday at 1 p.m. at EGEN.TV. And you're listening to Geek Fights, which is kind of like our show, only with a lot more alcohol. And we film in a bar.
1: Let's
8: finish the episode.
6: Oh, relax.
11: So say we all.
4: Yeah, I, I just want to get this shit over with. I'm tired of doing this.
8: I am wearing my Battlestar Galactica t-shirt.
5: Is this Stop our last episode? Talking.
4: Yes, it is. We won't finish it if you fuckers keep talking. I'm not even joking. All right. I, I want All this right. I want this over with now.
6: I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> well then what are you waiting for? Let's get going.
5: <laughs> are we doing g cred? No, we aren't. <laughs>
13: Oh, Man, sorry. I heard some details. You got to leave that in the episode. No, we are
4: not. We are not doing geek cred. <laughs> if sorry. you don't
8: know us by now, I every... had a whole bag of geek cred yeah. ready to go.
4: Yeah, not happening. Uh, we're back, <laughs> <laughs> as you can probably hear, because Mike's leaving a lot of this in. Normally, we do. We would do geek cred, but each and every person that's on this panel, uh, all eleven of them now, because Mister Formby's here. Say hello, Mister Jared Formby. Unless you're muted. Uh,
3: no, yeah, I am muted because there's so many fucking people on this show. Like, I yeah. think you're like the best recording possible. Goodness gracious.
5: Yeah, this is this is gonna be horrible. <laughs> we do keep finding new ways to actually make it worse.
4: I know, don't we? Um <laughs> <laughs> But no, everybody that's on this panel has been on at least ten episodes, so there's at least a a, a one in ten chance that you've heard each and every this, one of these This is people. the
5: elite. This is the best of the geek fighters. These yeah, are all black is, belts in Geek Fighting. What does that say about (laughs) us? (laughs) Um, Remember what I said about Trekkies? Who's the sad one now? They were in a movie.
4: Yeah. (laughs) 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 But anyway, let's get back to our fighting. Uh, Brian, this fight is yours. It is Star Trek The Motion Picture versus The Wrath of Khan.
7: Oh yeah, Wrath of Khan. Come on. I mean, Star Trek The Motion Picture was cool, but it was the prototype and Star Trek The... Wrath of Khan was the uh, new and improved version. So
8: let's go with that one.
4: A vote for Wrath of Khan. Alan.
8: Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I didn't know I was coming up that quick. I thought I was coming up at like in five minutes from now. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, th- this is what... Uh, earlier I said that I had not decided which is my favorite star war or star Wars, my <laughs> favorite star Trek movie, <laughs> my favorite star, star Trek movie, my, my favorite star Trek movie. Um, I suspect that it's on the other side of the bracket. Um, and earlier I was talking about being a, a recent, I am a recent star, star, uh, war, star Trek fan. <laughs> Fuck. I keep fucking up. Um, when I go no, back... it's loud.
13: What, what you really want to talk about.
8: I know. No, I know, I know, I know. I know. Um, when I go back, when I go back and I watch these earlier movies, the one that makes me the most happy, the one that seems the most Star Trek um, is the motion picture. It's the motion picture. And there's one thing, when I was really young, I was really, I was really poor and I never even saw... Star Wars until like its multiple like secondary releases in the theaters. But I did see Star Trek for some reason, for some bizarre reason. I did see Star Trek when it was first out. And as a little kid in the 70s, when Bones walks in and he's got that fucking beard and that big old medallion, (laughs) dude, as a little kid, I was like, huh, that's, that's kind of bizarre. And like now I think back and like, that's fucking badass. (laughs) Bones medallion is more badass. Then Ricardo Montibon's hair and bare chest. This is a battle of medallion versus in shape, Ricardo Mont- Montaban. and I'm going medallion all the way. My choice. The the choice here is Star Trek: The Motion Picture.
4: A vote for the motion picture, Mister Formby.
8: Man, I got I got to second
3: everything Alan just said about the bones medallion because that is awesome. And I gotta get, uh, I
8: gotta get one.
3: Yeah, I I, I feared that this fight was going to happen. I I feared that the motion picture would actually make it out of the first round because uh, a lot of people I respect are on this panel, and I knew that they would know the way to vote. Um, Now that it's here and it's up against the Ratha Khan, I've got to say that I've got to go with motion picture still. I have the movie poster on my wall. This is the most serious Star Trek movie for me. And seriously, without Star Wars coming out and messing its influence on... Star Trek as a franchise, this is the purest, coolest dose. All the way down to the the lady with the bald head and and, and all the way around to the uh, uh, Spock shaking uh, Jim's hand and saying that this feeling is beyond Beedra's comprehension. That movie's just got it for days and it's got an overture. And I believe it's the last movie to have an overture. Star Trek motion picture is it. It is the bomb-ass coolest thing ever. And I love the the Wrath the of Khan, and I love it. I love it. I love it all day. But if, if I had the opportunity to watch one right now, as John Champion would say, it would be Star Trek motion picture. Uh, vote for the motion picture. Uh,
4: I just recently watched Wrath of Khan and tore it apart. Um, so
5: I'm going to go motion picture. Mike, uh, this this sucks because I want to go motion picture for all those reasons, and I certainly gushed about it last round um but uh i'm gonna go with star trek 2 um everything you said is right i love it jared oh. let's do a commentary for uh, star trek the motion picture because it's a great movie but uh Hell yeah star trek 2 star trek the motion picture i dug because i was a science fiction fan i liked star trek when i was a kid uh but i was mostly a comic book fan star trek 2 made me a star trek fan you know that's when i went and bought the con the medallion from the back pages of star log that's when i subscribed to star log that's when star trek became something more than just all the other stuff the way star wars had become so that's the one that made me a star trek fan and even though i tore it apart later and i may hold that against it uh later um here even though i love star trek the motion picture uh it's it's got to be uh it's got to be star trek 2 a uh, vote for Star Trek 2. Pete.
12: Um, yeah, well, you know, I've said it uh, before. Uh, to me, I like Star Trek w- 1, but it wasn't really a Star Trek movie to me, and Star Trek 2 was. Um, and what? I still can't go against Ricardo Montalban's chest. So, Star Trek 2.
8: Well, what about the beers? Bones has got the—he's got the medallion and it's, it's, the beer. It's,
4: it's all right, Alan.
5: It's all right. Yeah, uh, a vote
4: for it, you Star know. Spock's
5: got there. long hair in it too.
8: The mo- the motion picture, not a Star Trek movie. Come on, guys. Uh, one. Estamos hablando de Ricardo Montalban como
13: el hombre mejor. He was like the ultimate, you know, prototype for genetic genetic engineering, right? So he was the big guy. Um, I really liked the Wrath of Khan. I thought it was. Cool to see somebody with an accent that I was familiar with, um, even though he wasn't necessarily playing a Latino person. He, could, he couldn't help himself because he, he is all the time. Um, the awesomeness of the Wrath of Khan allows us to have a play on words and have the Wrath of Khan, which you should all be very familiar with. Um, and if you're not, I'll learn you something.
8: But anyway, um, I'm voting for the Wrath of Khan.
4: Oh, uh, vote for the Wrath of Khan.
9: Come Chuck. on, guys. Uh, I'm voting for the motion picture, and here's why, okay? Uh, A casual Star Trek fan will hate the motion picture for many legitimate reasons. It's long, it's bloated, it's boring. But a hardcore Star Trek fan um, can really understand that Star Trek The Motion Picture is basically the greatest Star Trek movie never made, because it was supposed to be this big-budget, amazing movie. First of all, it kind of brought Star Trek back on the map. Um, Visual style was really great. It was originally supposed to be a pilot episode for a new TV show, which was then pushed into a movie that was supposed to be made in about nine months or, or about or something like for the shooting. It was a very short amount of time. They filmed the special effects uh, across town, away from where they shot the live-action shots, and they basically mashed all this stuff together. And that's why I have these long, trolling scenes. Um, but uh, Star Trek has also shown that you can go back and slightly alter things. Um, like when Robert Wise like altered it for a DVD and actually make it better, kind of like a reverse Lucas uh, effect. And everything about the motion picture is great. They reuse sets. I mean, even in Wrath of Khan, the uh, space station is just the space station that's turned upside even, down from the motion even picture. Even Next Gen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I could go on and on, but um, in fact, even Next Gen, many aspects of Star Trek The Next Generation were taken from things that were supposed to be fleshed out more in the motion picture and even phase two um so really if you're or someone who really knows all the the background about star trek you can really understand uh how important the motion picture was and wrath of khan was basically just like hey yeah we got these sets left over from motion picture let's shoot another movie um and it was great but um just being a huge fan of Star Trek in general, uh, there's just so many cool things. You read about how it was almost a catastrophe putting it together. It was a miracle it was made when they were in the premiere. Even people like Robert Wise are basically seeing that assemblage of the movie for the first time. That's how slapped together it was. And if you take all that into consideration, I think they put out a damn good movie. Um, and I really like the whole ideas that they put into it. Is it long, boring? Yeah, but if you're a hardcore Star Trek fan... You can appreciate it, and that's why I'm voting for it.
4: Uh, vote for the motion picture.
9: Kathy. That movie was projected <sighs> wet.
3: The film was still wet when they finally showed it for the first time. Yeah, basically.
10: I, I'm a hardcore Star Trek fan. I've seen just about all of it. Um, well, except for Voyager and Enterprise, which sucked. But um, <laughs> and I know all these all this stuff about the motion picture, but I live in the real world where the real movie that they made and that they showed.
8: <laughs> so was you're really voting for the motion picture, walking, then, right? Boring. <laughs> have you watched the original
9: series?
10: <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah,
8: and,
9: that's, well, that's pretty shitty, but it's great. Uh,
10: and then they made another movie that harkened back to the original series that was so much better than the motion picture, and it was called. <laughs> Con, And it was... Yeah, I'm voting for Con.
4: Oh, vote for Wrath of Con.
6: I love you, Kathy.
4: Michael? I
10: love you,
6: too. Um, you know, motion picture doesn't get enough love, I don't think. Uh, it's, it's a film that has a very deliberate pace. I think the director's edition that was released on DVD a few years ago fixed a lot of the pacing problems. There were just way too many shots of sulu staring at the screen going oh and it was like um it was like an hour of that shit they took out
5: can
10: you
1: repeat uh, and, that oh that's
8: for all my bros at bunasawa that's
1: what brad said
8: actually it's probably more like
10: oh
6: but anyway the um the movie is it, it's got some really weighty ideas behind it and it's got it, it was not a, a a film that maybe in the end didn't work for you know entirely as well as it could have and it missed the essence of what we enjoyed about the series but you can't fault its the ambition they really did try and they were trying to do something that was cinematic they were trying deliberately to do something that didn't feel like a tv show just brought to the screen so you got i mean it it deserves a lot more love uh, and i like the bones medallion argument um <laughs> however, 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 the medallion around Khan's neck is a broken Starfleet insignia, which means that he put that on basically to say fuck you. I'm going to wear the insignia of the very, he's saying this basically to Kirk. I'm going to wear the insignia of the very thing that you devoted your life to just to mock you motherfucker. Every exactly. time you see me, this thing is going to be staring back at you broken because that's what I'm going to do to everything you love. Church. I'm sorry. Con.
4: Uh, vote for hey. Con yeah. and Karen.
11: Oh, I'm voting for the motion picture because it has an awesome poster. With the rainbows. <laughs> got, like the oh. rainbow beam down thing.
4: con <laughs> <laughs> is into the final four we're on to our next star trek
5: the motion picture had a a medallion when spock was getting his
8: colon thing too that's true
4: we're on to our next fight alan this one is yours it is galaxy quest versus star trek five
8: man um i'm going to uh i'm going star trek five and i'm using and and a lot of times i'm a total fan of felcher um uh, not, not unfoundedly, but he comes up with good arguments and Trek should be in this movie or, or in the, in this fight. Trekkies is about Trek. Um, free enterprise is about Trek galaxy quest is something, uh, you, you know, alleging kind of hinting towards Trek. It's not Trek. Not only that, um, I think Shatner's perspective when he did Trek for, or, uh, you know star trek five when he did that he wasn't trying to be a dick he wasn't pulling a rock star move hey i'm so great i think i'll do i think he legitimately wanted to do a movie and he wanted to do good and he wanted to do an a, a, an artistic effort from a star trek perspective and it just it 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 had a few problems one of the pro- two things where it did not have a problem number one that camping scene with spock absolutely yeah, Bones and Kirk. That is the most. I mean, you, you don't feel the relationship between those three as much as you do in that in that in that one scene. The other scene that is probably the greatest scene in, in the entirety of Star Trek is Kirk fighting the Catwoman in the bar. <laughs> that the cat fighting the Catwoman in the bar that that takes it over the top. It's 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 the Final Frontier all the way.
4: Uh, vote for the final frontier Jared
3: um, I'm gonna vote for uh, Star Trek 5 simply because Galaxy Quest gives us a uh, sort of a, a parody of Shatner and Star Trek 5 is pure pure Shatner. So we'll just go with the pure thing.
4: Uh, vote for Star Trek 5.
5: Uh, I will also vote for Star Trek 5 uh, Mike this is this is tough because i i do like both of these movies uh i love star trek five and everything everyone has said is correct i i think i may love it more than you guys and as far as great scenes the scene where uh he shows them their pain and it ends with kirk saying you know i need my pain i mean that was one of the best scenes between the three of them but then my mind just thinks uh fan dance and it all Mm -hmm. goes away so galaxy quest (laughs) Uh, vote for Galaxy Quest. Uh, Pete.
12: Um, yeah, well, this is kind of a tough one for me because I think Galaxy Quest was a better movie, but it is not Star Trek. Um, and I got to go with Trek. Uh,
4: vote so for?
12: Trek 5.
4: Star Trek 5. Uh, One.
13: Uh, I'm not voting for
9: Galaxy Quest. I will vote for Star Trek 5. What just Star Trek question?
4: Another vote for Star Trek 5. Uh, Chuck?
9: Yeah, I'm voting for Star Trek 5 too. Uh, Mike mentioned earlier, basically Star Trek's 1 and 5 um, were kind of like the big picture attempt trying to be all large scope and stuff like that, and ultimately I guess you could argue failed. Uh, but I really love Star Trek 5 because it has highs and lows. It's really great uh, moments, like uh, Alan mentioned, the camping scene, the hold your horse captain, and uh, just uh, almost kind of like a great carryover from Star Trek IV, where just like those three actors are just playing off each other great, with the rocket boots going up the the shaft, and uh, all these great moments between the characters. It's almost like the moments with them are great, they're funny, they work really well, and then the actual whole plot of the movie is just kind of a complete absurd train wreck. But um, it's those highs that make you really enjoy and appreciate the character. It makes it feel like a Star Trek movie. And the lows of kind of like the absurdity of uh, going to Shakaari, which actually they wanted Sean Connery instead of Lawrence Luckenbill to play um, Cybok. But he couldn't because he was doing Indiana Jones 3. Uh, so they named that kind of as a reference to Sean Connery. That's your useless fact of the day. But um, the bottom line is that Star Trek Five is great. Even I think the we've had a lot parts. of
5: useless facts today.
9: Yeah, I mean, uh, Star Trek 5, uh, um, even the crappy element of it is great to talk about. It's fun, and as a fan, I enjoy it. Uh, so I'm going with Star Trek 5.
4: Another vote for Star Trek 5. Kathy?
10: I'm sorry, none of you have convinced me that Star Trek 5 isn't crap. Uh, I love Galaxy Quest, so I guess I'm going to get to vote for, vote against Star Trek 5 in another round, but Galaxy Quest.
4: Uh, vote for Galaxy Quest, Michael.
10: Well first of
6: all, I don't think it can be argued I mean Galaxy Quest is a much better film than Star Trek V. In, in every appreciable way it is a better film than Star Trek V. However, and this was brought up earlier, at this point, can I vote for something that's not actually Star Trek?
10: It is a Star Trek parody. <laughs> it's
6: not, it's a not a parody. Star actually Star Trek Galaxy Quest gets that all the time. That was a parody of Star Trek. It's a tribute to it. It's actually got all right,
10: hard- so it's a tribute yeah. to Star Trek. It is a Star Trek movie, as it's much a, as Trek, it's a
9: tribute to it.
5: It's not <laughs> it's, star it's,
6: it's
9: trek. like a tribute album, I don't think it a fun. it's don't think really it makes
6: fun of, uh, a star trek whatsoever. It has a lot of a, a, a honest emotion in it, and, and, of, and of its own. I don't think it's a jokey, goofy film uh, for the most part. It actually has a lot of really strong dramatic moments in it as well, but that's in, in any case. Um, I'm voting for star Trek five because despite as many flaws, it has some of the McCoy's best moment, probably in all of the movies, maybe even the TV show occurs when he has to euthanize his own father, DeForest Kelly's performance in that one scene alone is absolutely heartbreaking. And he has that whole scene where each of them has shown their pain. As Mike mentioned, is, is really well done and it's only something that could have happened with those three characters. And at that moment in Star Trek's history, it was really interesting to see that. And for all those and many of the other highlights that uh, have been mentioned, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Star Trek 5.
4: Uh, vote for Star Trek 5.
11: Karen.
8: Come I'm on, voting. Karen.
11: Whoa. I've seen both of these. Um, <laughs> I am voting for Galaxy Quest because if I had to pick one to, like, sit down and watch, it's going to be Galaxy Quest. It's much more fun and I agree that it's a tribute to Trek. They loved Trek so much that they made this film.
1: Yes. A
4: vote for Galaxy Quest and Brian.
7: Yeah, I believe that this show is not best movie about Star Trek. It's best Star Trek movie. So it makes it real easy. Star Trek 5.
10: Whatever
4: a uh, vote for Star Trek 5. And Star Trek 5 is into the final 4. Uh, I don't love our, you anymore. On to our next fight. Jared, this one is yours. I used to it. It is <laughs> Star Trek 6 versus Star Trek 4.
3: Oh man, you guys like had all the fun already. It's like now it's just hard. So, Man. You know what? Star Trek 4 is brilliant and and the argument that mike just laid down for star trek 2 star trek 4 is what got me into star trek and that might be the truth for a lot of 80s kids but this is the movie that i saw that made me go you know what there's something to these guys there's something to this chemistry i want to stay up really late now and watch star trek and get to know these guys better that was my my gateway into all of this is is star trek 4 But Star Trek 6 is like the reward for having invested in these guys. Because you see so many awesome aspects, especially of Spock. But man, between the two of them, it's like I'm going to have to go with Star Trek 4 just because it's uh, it's more fun. And Star Trek 6 is a little less for me simply because it's so political and it's all these politics and getting all... Wrapped around in politics, you know, it's the politics sometimes in Star Trek that I I start to not enjoy as much. I enjoy adventure more. And even though there's a lot of adventure in Star Trek six, there's still a lot of political stuff to trudge through. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Star Trek four for the humor, the adventure and for the whales.
4: Uh, Vote for Star Trek four. Um, Star Trek six is superior in every way i'm not even gonna elaborate uh i'm going star trek 6 mike
5: uh i I really like the way you said that damon um i will elaborate and i don't think it's well you know i think it's probably superior in every way too although i still like star trek 4 um star trek 4 is very entertaining it's a lot of of fun and it certainly brought in a lot of people to star trek but uh star trek 6 um you know we talk about all the different finales for star trek um but I, I think know. this is the best finale that Star Trek has ever seen. I mean, all of the other ones, uh, this was a great send off. That's part of what made Generations not work. And I think you know the fact that Nimoy and, and Kelly uh, didn't come back because they know six was their goodbye, and it was a great goodbye. And uh, I love the politics. That's actually one of the things that that you know I really like about it a lot. Again, I love the adventure too, and there's plenty of adventure. There's Kirk fighting Kirk. Uh, even though you know, as Brian said, the music should be different. What should the music be, Brian?
1: Well,
5: <laughs> oh come on, da, you da, 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 pay da, attention! Da, da, da. But in any event, it's a great movie. Star Trek Two may have started me okay. as a Star Trek fan, but but Six, uh, Six pretty much just dug its claws in, and it's never coming out. Uh, vote for Star Trek Six, Pete.
12: Oh, this is a tough one. I really I really enjoyed both these movies. Um, for the best Star Trek movie, though, I, I guess I got to go with six. I, I feel that was more of a truck film than four was.
4: Uh, vote for Star Trek six. Juan?
13: Um, six is okay, but I'm going to vote for four. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I, I, I need to follow the formula. Jeez. Oh. <clears throat> man, this is really hard. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, well, th- then, um, but then, you know, and, uh, so,
12: uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Four. Thank you very
4: much for that one. i vote for star Trek four. Uh, Chuck.
9: Yeah, I'm going with star Trek six. Um, star Trek four, great movie. And I was praising it earlier, but, uh, Star Trek Six is another case where they kind of uh, pulled Nicholas Meyer out of mothballs to save the franchise after a, kind of a crappy movie, you know, Star, you know, motion picture and then Star Trek V. And um, one thing that happened was that Star Trek Six was actually supposed to be a prequel. Um, Harv Bennett wanted to go back to the Academy days. And, uh, you know, I could go on and on about changes that went on in Paramount, but uh, suffice to say... Um, there was a shift in uh, the people working in Paramount. Uh, There was a fan outcry that the original series' actors wasn't going to be in the movies. So kind of last minute, they had to shift gears to have a movie come out in 1991, which was the 25th or whatever anniversary of Star Trek. Um, And so they had to rush this movie out in time, so after all that time that was wasted working on the prequel movie, um, they had to kind of very quickly make a movie, and they came out with one of the best movies. Uh, Because if you watch Star Trek VI... You pay close attention, you'll notice really they're just kind of standing on the bridge. or was very kind of minimal special effects going on, but it's just enough uh, for you not to really notice how minimal it is because the story is so well written and paced. Uh, you don't notice it. It was made in a short amount of time, and it's one of the best movies. And as Mike mentioned earlier, it's just such a great send off. You know, second start of the right, straight out till morning, um, and then just ending with the credits with them almost kind of like signing. Uh, you know their names at the end, uh, it was just very great. The soundtrack was great, uh, everything about it was just such a great movie. So, you're uh, voting
4: for Star Trek VI, exactly. Thank you very much, Chuck. Uh, <laughs> Kathy,
10: Come on. uh, I thought before I rewatched all these movies that Star Trek IV was going to be it, it is the genuine, uh, feel good film of the entire series, um, but. Yeah, Star Trek Six is is a superior movie, and it's extremely satisfying. It, it, like like Mike and, and Chuck said, it it's it's a really nice end for these characters that we've been with for all these TV shows and all these movies, and it's just beautiful. And it does make you go, "Why the fuck did any of them come back for generations? I was so stupid, because it was a beautiful end, and they fucked it up." So six.
4: Uh, vote for Star Trek Six, uh, Michael.
6: Uh, when I speak of Star Trek Six, I want to make it clear that I'm speaking of the original theatrical version, not the one on home video with the mask being pulled off and Scooby Doo going, "Look, it's Old
12: Man West."
6: <laughs> uh, I, I, I think that was it, that's a remarkably stupid addition that has no place in that movie. I wish they had left it out, and I'm glad they have on the Blu-ray. Um, in any case, it, it's such a tight film. It's such a well acting and well-written film and again nicholas meyer really was the hero of the original series films i mean from writing and directing number two even though he really wasn't credited for the writing on that he wrote most of part for all the all the stuff when they go back in the past was written by mike uh, nicholas Myers. nicholas meyer four part uh four and then coming back with very little time to really get this thing into production with very little budget, too. They didn't give that movie very much money because Star Trek V had cost so much. Star Trek VI was almost half the cost of Star Trek V. And, it, it, he, again, it's, it's a miracle that he manages to balance all the elements in that movie as well as he does. Four will always hold a special place in my heart because it was such an entertaining film. I, I saw it probably in the theater, with the exception of probably Star Trek II, I saw it in the theater more than any other Star Trek film. Because he just felt so damn good after watching it. However, ultimately, Star Trek 4 is a story about how the crew of the Enterprise goes back in time, steals two whales, brings them into the future to solve their own problems, and leaves them to die horribly all alone in the ocean. (laughs) So, I can't vote for that shit. That's just, just talk about (laughs) saving the whales. It's more like, fuck the whales as long as it gets us somewhere. So, uh, (laughs) I'm going to have to go with Star Trek 6.
4: Vote for Star Trek 6. Karen.
11: I will never not vote for the whales. That was right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Alcohol. Um, I am voting for the whales.
8: And Have another nuclear, drink, baby.
11: Nuclear vessels.
4: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> vote for Star Trek 4.
9: I said Alameda.
10: <laughs> Hello,
9: computer.
4: Uh, Brian.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck all that. Fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, fuck it with a whale. Whale penis in the ass. Star Trek 6 far better movie, enjoyed it more, plus, and this is me, 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 I'm drunk, this may be the only time fucking Scotty fires a fucking phaser. Has anybody ever seen him shoot anybody with a phaser? He's holding a phaser, but I don't think he ever shot anybody with a phaser, and I think the only time he shot somebody with a phaser was at the end of Star Trek 6. So, for that, and for Bones going, what the fuck is up with you? In terms of Kirk fucking every green bitch on the universe, that's why I'm voting for Star Trek Six.
6: Is it with you?
4: Uh, <laughs> vote for Star Trek
8: Six and Alan. Um, I have two responses here.
10: Yeah,
8: uh, I don't want to make both of them. What do you guys want to hear? Serious or retarded? Uh, retarded, say, definitely. So you retarded! Okay. Retarded! Okay. Star Star retarded! I Already made it through. Um. I can't remember what I was gonna say, so I'll just say it. <laughs> uh, fuck it. I, I'm going Voyage Home, just I'm I'm sticking with my I'm sticking with my no clean sweeps. So Voyage Home, I, I it's can't even I can't even close remember, right? to a clean sweep. Yeah. It wasn't it was even close to a clean sweep. It's that No. Oh people were, Yeah. Uh but it's not a tie though, right? Yeah Okay, Voyage Home.
4: All right. A vote for Voyage Home, Star Trek Six into the Final Four. And uh we are um, at, what Oh, I'm just. This is the matchup I've been looking forward to the most. <laughs> Isn't this one easy? It is Star Trek 09 versus Insurrection. And uh, it, no, I don't believe that it is. No, it is. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. See, because I put it, down my headphones and walked away. Uh, it is Star <laughs> Trek 09 versus Insurrection. Uh, I'm voting for Star Trek 09. Uh, Mike?
5: Uh, I will vote for uh, Star Trek 09 because it has. Red matter, which creates a black hole, which is a giant gaping maw, which makes me think of Kathy's <laughs> vagina.
1: It
10: is not a giant gaping maw.
5: Oh, <laughs> vote wow, that Star was Trek that well, was Would you rather sure. it be Insurrection, where it's a bunch of wrinkled skin? Um, Pete.
12: No. Um, yeah, I think your point is it's a tiny gaping maw, not a giant gaping maw. Um, but I definitely have to give it to Star Trek 09.
4: Another vote for Star Trek 09. Uh, Juan.
13: Star Trek 09.
4: easy. Another vote for 09. Uh, Chuck.
9: Yeah, I'm going for 09. I think it was a good change of direction. I really really didn't like the whole kind of World War II esque uh, script that was floating around with uh, Braga and Berman. You know, it was getting tired with them. So, 09. I like the new uh, direction.
4: Uh, another vote for 09. Uh Kathy. Uh,
10: despite um the red matter, which I think was just stupid. Um, and is my flying snowman for that movie, uh, Star Trek was a much uh tighter movie, a better story. Um, yes, tighter. <laughs> Not a gaping maw. Big very, very much a tighter movie. Um so I'm going to vote against my vagina, even though I love insurrection and I'm the only one in the world who does. But, uh, Star Trek 09 was a better movie. So Star Trek, Star
4: Trek 09 gets another vote, Michael.
10: Yeah. I felt Star Trek 09 was very
6: tight, very, you know, it was just very compact and very fun to get into.
8: Uh, you know, it was, uh, is this so, what it's coming down to? Dick jokes? Is that is that what this show is? No, these are pussy jokes. These are vagina jokes, man. Is this the depths we've sunk to?
5: <laughs> Where have you been?
6: Uh, well, we could take we've we've taken the plunge. I mean, there's really nothing more we can
8: do at this point. You know, this is getting just, me kind of hot. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> I mean, there's a certain level of responsibility that we have to, you know, maintain here. And you guys are, this is like what we're suddenly they're, 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 tra- everybody's transported back into junior high. It,
4: it, it's actually perfectly fine. Oh, nine is actually already won. There's already six votes for oh, nine. Anyway, yeah, go I'm, ahead, I'm, Michael.
6: I'm, thank you. I, I, I'm just going to keep going ahead here. I'm going to vote for star Trek. Oh, nine, because it clearly of the two choices has more star Trek in it.
4: I'll <laughs> 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 no, vote for star Trek. Oh, nine, uh, Karen. I think.
11: Oh, 09.
4: Another vote for 09. Brian?
7: I will be voting for Kathy's vagina because <laughs> it is uh, um, fun and entertaining and also filled with red matter.
8: Uh, Alan? Okay, this is another one of those itchy moments where the wrong choice is winning because everybody thinks it's funny. Everybody here is voting for Star Trek 09. Obviously, I, you know, come on, guys, be serious here. Obviously, no, the, the most superior vagina, actually. the the superior movie here is Star Trek Insurrection. 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 Da- <laughs> insurrection. Data out of I'll, control. Let, let, let him watch. go. He's rolling. What? What brings Data back? A song oh, from Picard. That's the only thing that could bring Data back. I mean, that is a, a completely pure genius. Uh, uh, you know, writing device. At the end the strategical genius move of tricking the people into the um into the the holodeck ship i mean it's just from beginning to end this movie is a masterpiece <laughs> <laughs> I'm much i am just amazed that even would anybody would even for one second <laughs> can you even finish what <laughs> <laughs> even one second Dana, choose star Dana's trek or not
12: Data jumps out of the
10: hay.
8: Come on, guys! Yeah, he's in an invisible suit. I mean,
10: if, I mean <laughs> don't forget you know, the cartoon chipmunk
8: for a bad joke. For a bad fucking joke, you guys are pushing Star Trek 09 through. No, and, because uh, Star Trek
4: 09 Star- fucking superior to that and, movie. And in every
8: way. the best movie here is Star Trek Insurrection. That's my choice. Okay,
7: that uh, Star Trek, that Star Trek Allen's Erection.
6: Uh, Jared. Oh
7: God, he was serious. It doesn't
3: matter.
1: As <laughs> serious as capable of being. Serious.
6: No, you're not serious.
3: I, I, I am voting for J.J. Um, J. Abrams' movie, the, the 09 movie. Um, not necessarily for that movie, but against Data jumping out of hay. <laughs>
8: <laughs> that was one of the high points of that movie, Jared. I cannot even believe <laughs> that you're voting against that. Oh, no, vote. oh no, In, not, he's invisible. Not invisible Star- hay.
4: Okay. Star Trek 09 into the final four. Yep. Not another short episode. Fuck it. Um, we're at our final four. Mike, this fight is yours. It is Wrath of Khan versus Star Trek five.
5: Uh, it's uh, it's it's Wrath of Khan. I, I you know, I really wanted to make a five joke, but uh, I'm tired of doing that. I'm just gonna vote for the better movie, and it's Wrath of Khan all the way. Uh, vote for Wrath of Khan, Pete. Okay, Wrath of Khan versus what? Five.
1: Yeah.
12: Oh, God. Uh, Wrath of Khan, definitely.
4: Another vote for Wrath of Khan. Uh, Wrath of Wan, what is your choice? Uh,
12: Wrath of
9: Khan. For the Wrath of Wan.
4: Another vote for Wrath of Khan. Chuck.
9: Uh, I'm going with Star Trek V because what does God need with Starship? The philosophical ramifications of that question alone is. is mind-blowing. It's like, what is the sound of one hand clapping? So, I'm going with Star Trek 5.
5: I'll vote for Star Trek 5. I never realized it was a Zen movie.
4: Let, let's see if I can do it. Can you hear that? That's one hand clapping, right there.
8: No, it sounds like you're beating off.
11: You, I would say, are you sure it's not the <laughs> sound of one hand That's clapping? Like one hand.
5: That's one
8: hand spanking. <laughs> it is one hand clapping. Anyway. One hand, ja- one hand jacking.
5: Uh, jacking. But the other hand is sticking up your ass.
8: Um... <laughs>
10: Yeah, the the fact that anyone thinks that that five is better than two just makes me want to vomit. Like, um, anyway, con.
5: I'm changing I'm my vote th- if Kathy vomits.
10: Go vote for
6: Wrath of
4: Con, Michael.
6: I actually would <laughs> I would love to vote for Final Frontier for sentimental reasons, but because I come on, how much more love can you possibly give Star Trek two? But I. I think they would vote, revoke my geek credentials if I actually seriously said five was better than two. Um, no. Uh, no. Two. Uh,
4: vote for Star Trek 2. Karen.
11: I'm voting for five because if two wasn't so awesome, they wouldn't have been banding around the idea and possibly it actually happening of making the sequel to a 09 Star Con.
4: What? Uh, okay. Bringing back Con into. New
8: stuff. Oh, 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 yeah! Oh, Condon for the new, the modern yeah. Star Trek sequel. Yeah, so no, no he, one's expecting J.J.
5: Abrams to make uh Final Frontier. Over.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah vote for Star Trek. Although his
5: rock like, creatures I'd like would be
11: awesome.
4: <laughs> Brian, um,
7: what is it? Star Trek Four? No, nope,
4: it's Five whoa. versus Two.
7: But thank this you Star for playing along. <laughs> <laughs> it's star trek michael can kiss my black ass versus star trek suck my dick i'll vote star trek 2 A vote
6: uh
4: vote for sucking your dick
6: okay what
8: an um, answer. <laughs> <Alan>. <laughs> uh okay my ch- my choice is for wrath of Khan. Do we have sucking but- his
5: dick going up against kathy's vagina in the final round
8: <laughs> i would sound. like that uh, can we have that <laughs> 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 Brian's all in, ladies and gentlemen. My 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 vote quickly my vote is for Wrath of Khan, but um the 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 high point scene of that camping scene in Star Trek 5, uh Bones Spock and McCoy, there there is no scene as powerful and as still as heart-wrenching as just as sincere as that is in uh in Wrath of Khan. But although Wrath of Khan overall is a better movie.
4: A uh, vote for Wrath of Khan. Jared?
3: Um, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, with uh, the Wrath of Khan. But I mean, it's interesting all this talk about the, the villains of the new Abrams movie. I'm thinking that Cumberpatch is going to be Cyborg. And that will <laughs> put away oh, all God. these rumors. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> finally we'll know who, who he's playing and why they've kept it under such tight wrap. Actually, he's the
6: whale. That
3: would be so awesome, Sid. <laughs>
5: he's he's the stick yeah. and ball.
4: Uh, Wrath of Khan is into the finals. Uh, Pete, this fight is yours. It is Star Trek Six versus Star Trek Oh Nine. Ooh. This Perfect is going to
8: take some real versus- deep fighting. Yeah, this is this is wow.
12: Both of these, I loved, absolutely loved both of these movies. Um, I gotta go with six as the more tricky movie. Even though I'd rather vote for Kathy's Vagina.
4: Uh, vote for Star Trek six. Juan?
13: Um, Star Trek 09, because, um, it's kind of awesome. Uh,
4: vote for Star-09. 09. Uh, Chuck.
9: One of the reasons Star Trek 09 was great was because the actors and the writers did such a good job of kind of uh, bringing back the original characters whereas Star Trek 6 had the original characters um, kind of in full form right before they they had their swan song. uh, Star Trek 6. Vote for Star Trek 6. Kathy.
10: This is difficult. Um... I uh I look forward to the next Star Trek movie for it to be the the sort of metaphorical con of the reboot to be better than the original and to have no red matter in it cuz that is really the the only big problem I have with Star Trek is the red matter. I flying Snowman. Uh, yeah, and it just it permeates and the yet entire you buy plot the
8: Genesis wave. <laughs> I do. Yeah, but I the Rom- the Romulans power read, their warp reactors off of singularities, so it's not that out of the question. Read the
10: flying snowman thing. You
8: I've understand. read
5: it. I'll take the Genesis a lot, planet, a lot, cre- a lot. Genesis Wave did a lot more than red matter.
10: I believe in the Genesis Wave. I do. I and and just the whole it. The fact that they the real problem with the red matter is that they have so goddamn much of it. And they need so little of it. It just seems stupid to me. I just can't take it. It's it's a horror, and it's.
4: But what are you voting for huh? in this fight, Kathy?
10: Uh, yeah, I'm not <laughs> red <clarity. laughs> Just just for the red matter, I have to vote against Star Trek and vote for Star Trek Six.
4: Uh, vote for Star Trek Six, Michael.
6: Mm, mm, well, I guess. Star Trek nine is messy at times. I mean, obviously the plot's got a lot of issues. And I know that there's, there's moments even in that where you're kind of like, well, that's a bit of a stretch and boy, how coincidental coincidental is that? But God damn it. I just enjoyed that movie so much. And what I really appreciated was that the writers and the actors found new notes to play with some of those characters. I think what Zachary Quinto's doing with Spock, there's a lot more to that Spock than the one Nimoy has been kind of saddled with. Uh, I think that's an interesting direction they're taking with that character. Uhura is already way more developed than she ever was in any of the movies or the series.
12: Um, and so done, that's hot.
6: Sorry. well, well, there's that factor. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, Star Trek six is again, it, it's a, it's a movie about political intrigue and about the characters coming to grips with a lot of longstanding prejudices. It pays off on a lot of things established in two and three. And I, you know, my, My the fun kind of happy go lucky geek side of me wants to go with the remake because or the reboot because it again I I have I love it to death and I I've watched it a million times since it came out, but Star Trek Six is more well rounded Trek. It's more effective Trek. It's more it's it's the culmination of a lot of uh, a lot of years invested in and those characters and it it was a great send off. You don't get good send offs like that every day. So I'm going with Star Trek Six.
4: Uh, Vote for Star Trek Six, Karen.
11: I think I'm going to vote for 2009, and I'm not going to be swayed from that. Um, Besides the fact that I haven't seen Six, I think that (laughs) (laughs) nine bringing (laughs) in new. Sorry, I didn't mean to
6: laugh. I didn't mean to laugh.
10: (laughs) I. I, I, I actually might be swayed to change my vote because I just realized Star Trek, uh, Star Trek 09 brought Karen into fandom. Well, that's a good that's point. That is an excellent point. Bring I'm it. not the only one. It, I'm not the yeah, only I, one
11: that you got are brought an example.
10: you are, you, are, you are the one I know, and there's so many more.
11: That's my vote and my pitch is that you don't want Star Trek to die. You keep talking about them revitalizing after a bad movie. Well, this is what's keeping it alive. This is what's bringing in new fans and new people to the conventions and new talk about maybe one day we'll get another show. It's instead of hanging on to dying embers of what something might be awesome, it's uh, making a fire.
6: Who's holding on to the dying embers? Anybody here? (laughs) Uh, Vote for Star Trek 09.
4: The people voting for
5: Star Trek The Motion Picture. (laughs) Go ahead, Brian. Hey.
7: Yeah. Okay. Hey, I
5: voted for it too.
7: Uh. Well, I'm once again. I'm going to invoke my geek precedent. Spock has been voted as to being the best of Star Trek. Um, Star, of the two movies being uh, debated, which movie has the more Spock? Star Trek right. 2009. It has old Spock and new Spock. Two Spocks. Two Spocks. Two best of Star Treks. Two more. More, good, good, more, more. Uh, uh, uh,
4: uh, uh, vote uh, for Star Trek 09, and it actually has three spots. Uh,
7: <laughs>
4: True that. Kid Spock. It, it almost has four. Yeah, I know. It's Alice?
8: kid, kid Spock. Well, I'm voting for Undiscovered Country. Okay.
4: Uh, vote for Undiscovered Country. Uh, Jared?
3: Uh, I'm going to go ahead and vote for Star Trek 09 at this time. At this time, there is no <laughs> later time.
4: <laughs> uh, vote for Star Trek 09. Hmm. Let's see. Which one am I going to vote for?
5: Uh, go ahead, Mike. Really? Did you let me go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, um, Freaking the no. this is very, very difficult. I, uh, you know, I've always said that I've gone back and forth between <laughs> Star Trek 6 and Star Trek 2 as my favorites. Um, and I've seen, I've seen both of these movies very recently, actually. I did a commentary for, for Star Trek 6. Um, but I'm going to vote for Star Trek 09. I actually started watching it recently. It was rerun on, on the FX channel, and I caught the ending of it. And then I just, since I, I have it already, I started watching it again. And, and you know, it's it's interesting. We've been talking about Karen not being familiar with stuff and not to just kind of keep going back to Karen. But the one thing that I was thinking when I was watching this movie was how envious I was of people who this was their first Star Trek, because this is a really great, exciting movie. And that's that's really kind of it. I mean, it, some people say it's it might be less Star Trek six is more Star Trek. And six is more of what Star Trek was, but Star Trek, the TV series, is a different thing than Star Trek, the movies, which is a different thing than Star Trek, the, uh, the TV shows that came after that, and the next I mean, there's, Star Trek does evolve. Certain core things remain, and I think those core things are in six. So, because, uh, or in 09, so because that one is basically a hello, and Star Trek six is a goodbye. Um, I'll vote for nine because uh, that means I'll be or because oh that means I'll be getting more of that and more Star Trek. Whereas six was goodbye. I'll vote
4: for oh 09. and uh, well, it looks like o oh is going to go through because I'm going to vote for it too, uh, but only because Star Trek six got Uhura's name wrong in the credits. Yeah, go back watch it. It calls her Uhura and not Uhuru or the that's other way the only around. The reason
9: you're voting against it.
4: Yep, that's it. Uh, all right. Just arbitrary nonsense. Yes. We're at the final fight.
9: It is his right.
4: Um this is it. It is the Wrath of Khan versus Star Trek 09. Uh the wow, weird. Uh Juan, this one is yours. Go right ahead.
13: Okay. The uh Star Trek 09 is by far my current favorite. Um throughout all of the movies as they were uh coming out, you know, from uh, the motion picture all the way through six and all that. Um, I always had number two as my favorite, The Wrath of Khan, uh, and that was before I ever played around with the Wrath of One kind of thing. It, it's just the one that was more memorable. I got creeped the hell out with those eel thingies that were getting put in the ear. I mean, it's I still get the ABGBs about that. Um, and then just you know, in watching the movies, it's, it's the one that I that I go back to in the older ones, but I really. Uh, I'm enter- entertained by the, uh, the reboot, uh, quite a bit. I-, I like it a lot. Um, and I'm just going to keep it there. I'm going to vote for Star Trek 09.
4: Uh, vote for Star Trek 09. Chuck.
9: Yeah, in my mind, it's no competition. You got to go with uh, Star Trek Two. Uh, it's just uh, again the key phrase here: iconic. Uh, it's basically like The Empire Strikes Back of, of Star Trek. Uh, it's almost like a perfect movie. Uh, everything about it's great. The performances are great. It's got classic lines. Uh, the James Horner soundtrack is phenomenal. Uh, Spock dying at the end is just you know fucking powerful. Um, everything about Star Trek 2 is just great, even people that know nothing about Star Trek know the reference to Khan and Spock dying um, you know, Scotty playing the bagpipes at the end Star Trek 09 I loved <laughs> Yeah, but, <laughs> like that? that's really the, the, the best moment is the bagpipes right? but uh, yeah, Star Trek 09 I loved uh, but again it's really just trying to recapture the greatness of what began with Wrath of Khan so vote uh, voted
4: for Wrath of Khan. Oh, vote for Wrath of Khan, Kathy.
10: So I have space seat on my TV right now on Silent and I did not realize that that Khan when they first found him was wearing a a speedo and some straps. Hot. <laughs> oh my god. And then and then how many years later uh is is Star Trek 2 from this? Like 15? It's never 15 quite clear. 15 years later. Uh yeah, it's tough to know. He's, he, he's looking good man um, he's a hot hot man. Um, uh, despite the fact that my vote kind of turned wasn't sure last last round for, for 09 because uh, not only did it did it satisfy the old fans like us like like, like uh, uh, all of you guys except Karen, but it got new people. Like Karen, uh, into the franchise and it, and Juan. it sati-
4: uh, Juan might I, have seen the other movies, but Juan didn't like yeah. Star Trek. No,
13: not what,
4: really.
10: That's what made you like it? Well, yeah. See it, it satisfied old fans and brought in new fans and it and that was great. And what Brian said about it having it has two spocks and they're both hot. I love both of them. I would yeah. We totally do both of them. Um, Even little kids, Spock. Ah, uh, I said both. I did not say all three. Both. Just the, give him a adults. couple of
5: years, though.
10: <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Um,
5: <laughs> but despite all, well, that, seven at least.
10: I, uh, Khan is the movie that that everyone knows that that, that everyone knows the imagery of that. Um, and it was a really good movie. And no, the Genesis uh, thing was not a flying snowman for me. I totally believed that they could do that, and that it would turn out that way, and that you know they they could screw it up. Like it's fine. You don't David have to defend that part. Ingredient. Um, so I and the one thing that puts me over the edge for Khan is Spock at the end talking to kirk and how it, that scene is just beautiful and it makes me cry every time when he says i am and always shall be your friend it's the most beautiful moment and and i love that so Khan.
4: a vote for wrath of Khan, michael
10: it almost seems um
6: I remember when we did best villain and it ended up being Joker. The joke was, Oh gee, what a surprise. The fact that star Trek two has made it into here makes me not want to vote for it because it's like, well, of course, star Trek two is going to be in the best of Trek." I mean, give me a fucking break, but there's a reason for that. Star Trek two was came after a film that was very disappointing. People were, were, they went to it, it made money, but no one walked out of that particularly wanting more. And they certainly didn't want more of that. They made a very smart calculated attempt to go back and figure out, well, what was it that we missed? Where did we go wrong? What is it that we need to do this time in order to make it work? And they found it. They hired the right people, they got the spirit back, and they made a movie that has flowed through all of Trekdom since then. It is in fact Trek two has influences in all of the Star Trek's Done since then. It's the one that everyone measures it up against every time you see a Trek movie. Gee, I hope it's as good as Trek 2. Will it be better than Trek 2? Will this have as much with Trek 2? Blah, 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 blah. And it's the best movies are the ones that don't chase it. The best Trek movies are the ones that don't try to drop Trek 2. They're the ones that try to do its own thing. But then, yeah, the funny thing is, Star Trek 09 has several direct links to Star Trek 2, no, no, most notably the Kobayashi Maru scene, which is a story told in star Trek two yet wonderfully shown in the, uh, in the reboot. So it's, it's, it's the thread that runs through all of modern star Trek. And it's the film. If that film had not been what it was, the star Trek films would have sputtered and died. And that would have been it. They were going to have a third chance at it. So I have to go with star Trek two, uh,
4: vote for star Trek two, Karen.
11: I still have to keep with 2009. I, I like Rathacon, but it's just not something that I feel like watching all the time. I, I don't feel super emotional about it. Um, but I still cry at the beginning of the uh, 2009 movie every single time. I still cry.
7: A vote for Star Trek 09. Brian. So yeah, Michael was right. Basically, in terms of Star Trek movies, number two is uh, the most iconic. Yes, um, Star Trek the 2009 directly references events from um, the Wrath of Khan, and the Kobayashi Maru, and, and everything. And and it it it, it 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 even though 2009 has more Spocks. You know the 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 the, uh, the Rathacon has the best Spock. It has the Spock who went and sacrificed his life to save everybody on the ship. And even though you know, Karen, you talk about how the the you cry every time you see those first five ten minutes of two thousand and nine Star Trek. I am I have been fucking traumatized by. The end of the wrath of Khan. What the fuck do you mean that Spock died? When that that's that that total gaff scene where Spock bumps up against the glass and it's it was uh, and there's that unconscious smear of makeup which looks like oh my god his skin is melting onto the glass. That's just like oh my god he is totally fucked up. How's he gonna get out of this? Oh, he's not. Fuck. Spock gave his life. And 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 you know the Kirk's speech afterwards. And and then, you know, Spock reading the first time Spock does the, the, the Star Trek intro is at the end of that movie, and it's so appropriate and it's so fucking powerful. I mean it is it yes, the new Star Trek is great and it's cool and I love it, but without a doubt the most powerful star trek the the whole thing with bones and kirk in the beginning talking about i'm feeling old i, I had not you know i can't i have to wear glasses i can't use retinox retinox also being referenced in the new movie just just the whole relationship of the triumph of, of the tri, of the triad of kirk spock and McCoy. everything that happens kirk talking about getting old how he manages to pull it out in the end all the most awesome Kirk moments in the universe are in Wrath Khan, and then it has that that ending. It's like it it, it literally breaks you. So for that, it's Wrath of Khan.
4: Uh, vote for Wrath of Khan, uh, Just Alan, made
7: me tear up again, Alan. <laughs> that was beautiful.
10: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: um. In Star Trek 09, there's two scenes that annoy me. I'll, I'll only talk about one of them. One is the Kobayashi Maru where Kirk, the the, yeah, the Pine Kirk is kind of like in the chair eating the apple. Like, hey, didn't I just goofball? Hey, can you believe I just see uh, I mean, when they did the Kobayashi Maru? they're like, Oh, wow. When I was watching, it, I was like, man, this can be amazing. Oh, I can't believe they're actually going to show this, the actual test. And after watching that scene, I was just like, man, that, that was absolutely fucking stupid. I, I just could not get into it at all. Um, the number one question asked at Star Trek conventions is, who is here for the first time? And when you see people's hands go up, and this is asked by actors, not by people in the audience. Um, a lot of times you'll see almost half of those people putting their hands up. We are here for the first time. That's one of the things to be directly directly notched up to Star Trek 9 now there's three movies like I said there's three movies that I hadn't decided which are my favorite uh, movies of uh, of the Star Trek series Star Trek 2 um, direct direct link to the original series um, I would put that of the three movies I would put that third Um I just could not get into it. I mean, it was okay. I mean, I like it. I like the directness of it, but it seemed kind of, yeah. just just something didn't didn't jive with me. I just couldn't get into it. The next one is Undiscover Country. That one I really dug. Um, and of the three on this list, the third one is not Star Trek 09. My favorite Star Trek movie is Star Trek 6. The third on that list would be First Contact my choice here because of default not because it's superior to star trek 09 is the wrath of khan
4: a uh, vote for wrath of khan uh, go ahead Jared.
3: okay this is going to be a, uh, th- this is what's going on this uh everybody this this legion of geeks have gotten together tonight to determine the best star trek movie and <laughs> Of these two now, in the finals, we've got one that, that everyone could see coming, and another one that's probably not much of a uh, surprise either. So what it's going to boil down to is what is the question? The question is, what is the best Star Trek movie? What makes the best Star Trek movie? Is it uh, a series of, of rewards for uh, being longtime viewers, having established relationships with these guys as you get in Star Trek Two, Or is it what you get in Star Trek 09, which is, Yes, the same characters, but on a more introductory level, on a more welcoming level. Gene Roddenberry said that uh, his hope was that one day, you know, Star Trek would evolve into something, you know, beyond his vision. That would still be watched. That would be invented by new people and new writers with new ideas and new premises. You know, 09 certainly brought us that. And, and for that reason, because Star Trek just goes on, um, I'm going to have to go with oh nine. Because I love, I love all these movies that are being discussed, you know, with the exception of you know most of the next generation films. But I mean, when you're thinking about Star Trek and what it means and, and what it means to people when they watch it, Star Trek '9 is the one that's getting people to watch more of it. And because it's sort of a gateway drug, I want that one to go out on top, because if you love that then, you know, you're going to get that same reward we all got when we saw Khan, having so much time in the original series. So I think 09 is the better Star Trek film because Star Trek, the idea isn't to be coveted by the fans or, or held away from other people in some form of snobbery. We want as many people watching it as possible. And that's why I think it's the better movie because it's
8: more Star Trek
3: than Star Trek.
8: Yeah, but after everybody else has done the hard work, And the character character development and and taking all the risks. Now it can just glide in and take advantage of all 30 years of what everybody else has done.
9: Absolutely.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Was that a retort? (laughs) Yeah, I was, I was waiting for you to say. Oh, oh, well then, uh, well, what I've got to say to all that is, I mean, the, the reason that, that, that you, you would think that or, or feel that way maybe is because you feel like, uh, Star Trek, somehow owes you more than it does new viewers because the, the truth of the matter is, is that I think that the more people that are watching this stuff, the, 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 the cooler it gets. I love the fact that people are discovering these characters for the first time now. And I love the fact that, that there is a, a plethora of other work that they can all watch and get into after the fact.
9: Well, yeah, I, I think, I, I, I think he was saying it was derivative though, not original.
8: Everybody wants more, more viewers, but, like, as far as the, as far as the racial groundbreaking, mm-hmm. that was done by Sulu and Uhura in the 60s when, when like, na- like now in modern days, you can have Uhura being a super genius. In the 60s, in 1967, with N- Nichelle Nichols, is, it, it, she may be thinking in her mind, like, hey, as a black actress, how, how far can I go? Because I might get blacklisted for getting too uppity.
3: I, I'm well, not
8: I'm, not trying sure to say, I'm not trying to say
9: blacklist,
8: but I'm also I'm, I'm, I'm pro-09. But, Jared, but, Jared uh, you go, are you changing your vote? We're
9: going off on a tangent here now. <laughs> yeah,
8: what, what, what I am
3: saying is that it boils down to, is Star Trek for you rewards for being longtime viewers, or is it rewards for just loving these characters? I choose the latter. I love these characters. I love them in, in as many different ways as they can possibly present them. And this new, fresh way of presenting them does not lessen any of the rest of it, but it helps it along because it lets more people into it. And yeah, that's I, why I think it's a better movie.
8: I want more, list, I want more viewers, too, and more people into it, but the hard work, the heavy lifting was done by Star Trek II and the original series actors and, and everything before that. These guys are showing up just grabbing the glory. No,
5: I so don't think so. Uh, right. So Jared's voting for Star Trek oh nine.
8: Yeah, and they're I, the I, Republicans I, of Star Trek. And, and I
4: will, <laughs> I will oh. vote for oh nine as well. Uh, Jared's absolutely right because it doesn't matter. Heavy li- lifting doesn't mean shit to somebody who's never watched Star Trek before oh nine. It has no bearing on Karen, the person who had
1: followers.
4: who 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 had never watched Star Trek before. Well, she watched Next Generation, but she didn't watch the movies before. So that heavy lifting has no bearing on her enjoyment of that movie. That movie is good because she likes that movie. We see that there's, there's links to other things because we've seen the other things, but it has absolutely nothing to do with that particular movie. That movie itself stands alone as a way to let her in, and we also get to enjoy it. Uh, that's why it's a superior movie to Wrath of Khan.
8: Uh, I, I- I agree. I think half of the people, or not half, but a huge majority of the people coming to conventions now are there directly because of 2009. Exactly. I mean, that's real stuff.
5: Go ahead, Mike. Uh, All of you who are are saying uh, what you're saying about Star Trek 09 are wrong. Um, It's irrelevant if it's bringing new people in, because Star Trek 2 brought new people in. Then all you're really talking about, all you're really saying is, Hey, this is the new one. And that means the notion of best becomes completely irrelevant. Um, and also the idea that it's expanded the audience. And, you know, some of the people who are arguing this, you know, again, you could say that about anything that's just been around for a while. The fact that it's more popular doesn't mean anything because a lot of very popular things are, are shitty. I mean, Twilight is more popular. Does that mean it's better? I, I, don't, I don't think so, not at all. Um, Star
12: Wars Phantom Menace brought
5: a lot of new people in. Does that make exactly. sense better? Um, I am voting no, no, for no, Star Trek 09 for, for a different reason. Um, you complain about the, uh, the, the plot holes and the problems of Star Trek 09. You know, I'm not kidding. Go listen to our nitpicker commentary. We tore it apart. Every Star Trek movie has those problems. The reason that you didn't have a problem with them is because you were younger, and so you were less critical, and there was no internet to nitpick things apart. You know, Star Trek uh, 09 has no more plot contrivances than Star Trek 2. And like I said, go listen to it. We spent two hours tearing apart every piece of that movie. Even though I love it, it's a great movie. Both of them are great movies. Both of them are ridiculously contrived movies that make choices that just move the story ahead. The reason I'm voting for Star Trek 09 is, you know, we've mentioned the word iconic in relation to 2. And that's the most popular word on this show. Um, other than vagina and uh, everybody take two shots now um, but we're really not using iconic in, in in a correct sense most of the time. Usually we mean popular or well known and that describes a lot of this stuff. but iconic really is something that is is larger is more representation is is kind of a a symbol of something else and Kirk and Spock and McCoy have always been William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, and DeForest Kelly. When they were animated, it was, it was William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy DeForest Kelly. Every comic book was those guys. They were it. It was linked to them. Now it's not like that anymore. Now Kirk and Spock and McCoy are something else. They're like, Dracula isn't any one actor or any one uh, idea. Superman, Batman, all of the great characters in all of fiction are great characters when they become bigger than just the one thing that birthed them that that's what star trek is is becoming right now these characters are now in 20 years they're not going to be kirk and let's face it they're not going to have a star trek six they're not going to retire these guys they're going to get rid of them and reboot it and do it again like they're doing with batman like they're doing with spider-man because that's what makes things modern mythology which is what we keep talking about with this big heroic fiction that's what I love about comic books that they continually reinvent and start new and that's what I love about Star Trek now. Star Wars, I can't wait till they reboot Star Wars and actually take all of the stuff and take out the stupid stuff and add new stupid stuff for us to complain about. It's not going to. So, gonna yeah, wait till Lucas is dead.
9: Okay. Um, so He's Joe. in his supposedly in his uh, will it says no one can make more uh, Yeah, but Star Wars. they'll just
5: challenge it and say he was mentally unfit and then they'll bring out Jar Jar Binks and then they'll you know whatever. So in any oh. event, I'm voting for Star Trek 09 because it is Star Trek moving to a new level of iconicness. It is all tied up. It comes down to Pete. Oh, oh
11: wow!
4: Which one takes the win? <laughs> wow! Don't fuck it up, Pete.
11: <laughs> oh, I don't think it can. They're both awesome. Oh,
12: can I just shoot myself now? Um. Wow. Oh, for the vagina.
1: Uh.
12: You know, I'd I love voting for the vagina whenever possible. Um but uh and and Michael actually earlier Star Trek made, nine has a gaping maw. <laughs> <laughs> Michael earlier had had uh, made some of the points that uh that I was going to attempt to make if I wasn't so late in the round this time, but that's the breaks. Um I think if two hadn't been so good, uh there might not be a Star Trek, Star Trek 09 to reboot. Don't you fucking do this argument. It killed, it would have killed the franchise back in the eighties. But 09 has brought a lot of people, a lot of people into it. And I, I thought it was a fantastic reboot. I, I, I had a lot of issues going into it. I was really impressed by what they managed to pull off. Um, I grew up, I remember watching original series in my house with my family when I was like five years old. Every night we'd be watching Star Trek, original series, Kirk, Spock, McCoy. For that reason, I have to go with Raticon.
7: Yeah.
1: Ooh. And Wrath
4: of Khan is the best Star Trek movie. I'm
5: ashamed of, of you people. Star Trek all is about time. the
8: future. Wrath of Khan.
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, this week. We we're wrong. It should always. have
8: been Discover Country. Be young of um, the Starlight.
4: Uh check My out our friends, DVDgeeks.tv okay. subspace communicating their awesome podcast, life after they Trek. Don't. Uh also check out Bye Bye Robot and uh uh, r- the rockford files files uh go to Soulless minions of orthodoxy uh, for commentaries that we've done with them and many more uh special thanks goes to Karen for being on this episode as well as being our web presses check out what she's doing with Chris mitchell on the geekights tumblr and mr Chris Mitchell made a uh, uh, geek fights wiki uh, go on there and you know mess yeah. it up so he has to do stuff with it and of course mr Jared Formby for the pimptown intros he creates you can read his blog hey Star Trek at Um, (laughs) I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything to plug? And seriously, just say if you have something to plug right now. Anybody?
12: Nope. I do. Beyond's Beyond's Playground on eBay.
8: Thank you, Pete. Uh, Alan? Uh, Review the show so I can do some uh, more Alan's Geek Fights mailbags. If you guys can do a show review on iTunes. That would be great, so I could do it three we get some more uh, Alan's Geek Fights mailbags back on the middle of the shows.
4: Uh, okay, well, Kathy, go ahead.
10: Uh, if you're in Chicagoland, uh, go to chicago-sf.org and join us at our monthly meetup.
5: Uh, Mr. Ortiz, check us out at geekfights.net where we have uh, previous shows, uh, show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, and links to a bunch of other stuff.
4: Uh, review... Rate us, iTunes, soon, Facebook.
5: If you'd like to be on the panel, you obviously have not been listening to this show, so you wouldn't email <laughs> us at gmail at, at gmail.com or contact us at Geekfights on Twitter or Facebook.
4: That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Our upcoming fight.
5: No, we're not doing this anymore.
4: I know. This is it. This is the last episode.
6: Uh, now I'm
7: retiring.
4: Yeah. Uh, until next time. What, what, go ahead, Mike. Uh, keep fighting
13: the geek fight. Good night.
7: I know his journey Good is night. never. What else
13: not shows, everybody? What else is Star it's Trek? Trek. will go game. on it's
1: forever.
10: Hey, whose idea was it to have 11 people hey, in S- your own damn fucking pod?
1: S- <laughs>
4: I'm not even joking. I'm super close to quitting. No, I'm no. I'm not even fucking around. I'm so pissed right now. Pissed at what? You guys were being fucking assholes to people. That was that. That shit was uncalled for.
8: Who, who assholes to who?
4: Karen, you guys were jumping on her. Normally, when it's two people, it's not that bad. When you had five, it's fucking horrible.
8: Oh, I don't think I was. I don't. You I, weren't. I, don't, I mean, I wasn't what's, talking shit. What?
10: Once it went a
8: little far, we stopped. It, it went wow. it had already gone. Karen Karen, are you still on the are you still on the line, Karen?
10: Yes.
8: We, you know that this is how friends joke around. We, no one no one is actually putting you down. This is all you like this is all anyway, a, a group of friends. It, it, it is This is every, everybody, you know, teasing their friends. And I don't nobody's teasing you. That's the joke that you never you haven't seen the movie. It's nothing on you personally. It's just that it's funny that you haven't seen the, the thing. That's kind of the gag. Young lady, so, did I get hung up on no,
6: <laughs> oh <laughs> and then if I was being a little bit harsh, I apologize, but you put my dick in an episode for God's sake, no,
11: put your uh, dick in the episode first
6: no no,
8: you no, you that my was dick that, in that the actually surprise. came from Brian
1: oh, that okay. came from
8: Brian, oh Karen put his dick in there, is that you that put it in there Karen yeah, that, she was responsible for my dick being in the best of Michael episode
11: but is. <laughs> I'm surprised that they made it be only your dick. Cause every person on there has a Michael's dick. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, his dick is that. really out there.
10: Ooh. It was so long. Ooh.
12: Got hard.
1: Oh, 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 oh,